Sam Baharpool. The James Whale Show on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Nigel, who's uh, out and about, uh, taking photographs. <laughs> That's what he's doing. I've done that. When you start a I sentence... I don't know the other ones on. I'll go over here. I'll go over here. Oh, no, no, all of them. When you start a sentence and just think, I don't know I don't know how to end this. No, I don't. It's, it's, you know, and I was looking You're at the clock and thinking... James. <clears throat> no, not really. I'm, I'm still got this cold that is sort of in here. It's still in my throat a little bit, you know. I've, I've got an upset stomach. What's I don't want to know. I'm feeling you're fantastic. Wow, for okay. I mean, the dogs do work. The worlds, they do. And uh, <laughs> James is today converted to join the uh, Brexit. Bre Brexit. And Judah, when they did that a while ago, yep. didn't you? But, what? Um, Judaism, you, be, you no, well, that, you're halfway there. You've done I'm, the hard bit. Which is the hard bit? This little snip. Well, it's not that little, is it? Depends. But he's had that done. <laughs> I had to explain circumcision because one of my boy, my seven-year-old is circumcised. How do you explain it? Well, uh, my nine-year-old isn't. And <laughs> I oh, really, there's jealousy. Uh, but who's jealous of who? The, the, there wasn't jealousy. There was confusion. Are you circumcised? No. Why no. not? Uh, I don't. I don't think it's. I didn't need to it have it done. Better. I'm not religious. No, I like the better. sensation of. But it looks better. What's it like? No, it doesn't. No, honestly. What's the sensation <clears throat> like? It's it's <clears throat> a fantastic sensation. <laughs> oh, I think I get that one anyway without it. Well, what we need is we need someone to tell us before, like an adult to tell us before. <laughs> that's true. Then have it done, and then tell us the difference mm, after. That's a good point. To, Some to people have it done older. Yeah, all, because I think all. it's cleaner and more uh, more hygienic. Oh, I wash my penis. I wash it. Well, so you, it's you clean. Have to I don't wash not, my hands after I've been for a week. You have to be extra hygienic when it's not yes, you know, I, been I processed. Yeah. Ash made a very good point because we went when? to the loo just before, didn't we? We went together. Mm. Cross swords. Well, because we just realised we were both going at the same time. I thought, this is the first time we've ever done this. Because, of course, we never had urinals at the like other place. Women living together, their we periods get in sink. Yeah. sink. Your, we your, get your, a, your urinals have got yeah. in sink. That's wonderful. It's a lovely story. So I heard you had Noki tonight. I had I beg your pardon. He's had knocky. All right, we got to go. We were just talking about my dinner. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, I wasn't talking about that. Dirty <laughs> 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 boy. <laughs> we might be back tomorrow at seven. In the meantime, uh, he's doing Brexit, the Trump visit, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Muslims and everything else. Yeah. Talk radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. You are sleeping. You do not want to believe. Sometimes my Sarah, she sings a song or two. She likes to play a guitar as well.
wonder if this is um, cultural appropriation. I, I, like, this could be racist. I'm be so careful these days. I mean, particularly here. I mean, you know. Bam, bam. Good evening, dear listener. The late night alternative, Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. Boom! 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number today, as it is every day. And Catherine, I have got, I have got you a present. Oh. Yes, I have, actually. Well, I've got you a present. Oh! Two new listeners. One, two. This is amazing! And all I had to do was ride around Letchworth on my moped for about two With hours. With your baps out. No! <laughs> on this occasion, no, that wasn't required. Wow. Who, I put them away. Who's, who's listening that, that's new? John. John, big up the John. John, who is the most pati- patient man on a motorbike you've John ever seen in your is life. a man. Because there was John and Jason, right? It was the really, J's, double J. It was really Jason's lesson. They let me tag along. And yeah. I tag along I did because they were on proper bikes. Yeah. And there's me on my hairdryer at the back. Yeah. They were brilliant. So John found out what I did for a living and has decided he's going to tune in John, tonight. John, my, my, my bra. He's a big Ian Lee we fan. Call, we call them bras now. Oh yeah, we say bras. Cause the, the, all right, bra. Um, bra, because the boys say bras. Yeah, it's a Hawaiian thing. You're right, bras. These are my bras. So, Je- what the, what the John and Jason, my bras. Well, Jason probably won't be listening. Jason's a scumbag. Well, Jason's a piece of trash. But Martin, I hate this Jason guy. Martin, Who's Martin? Who runs one-on-one what? driver training in Barton Le Clay? Yes, the one-on- boss. Martin, one-on-one action with Martin. The thing is, he normally listens to Radio Four, so I think this might be a little bit too different. One-on-one action with Martin, Mister Lover, Lover. Oh. <laughs> Romantic. Well, that's great. So yep. some my bras are listening. Yep, two well, bras, two new that bras. That is wonderful. Well, I What's my have present? a present for you. Give. So we're in this new studio, yeah. right? But you can put your hands down. It's not. It's not a givey present. Oh. We're in this new studio, okay? And it's kind of cool, and I kind of got my stuff here, and it's all set up, and I, and I like it. But I was thinking, this is my studio. This is my studio, my studio. And I was thinking, hmm, it's my studio. Catherine probably feels really left out. Not bothered. Because she hasn't got her own studio. Huh? Well, now you have. Catherine, my gift to you is your own studio. If you'd like to go outside, please. Right. What for? To your studio. You've got, you've got your own studio. It's separate from this one. Oh. So if you go out... To, do you know, if you go out into the office... Yeah. Turn... Oh, hey. If you go out to the office and turn right... It's making me feel a bit sad. No, it should make you feel happy. You're getting your own studio. Is it's it, your own studio. Is it a quiet place with all the microphones switched off? Microphones will be switched on when I ask them to be switched on. What? And switched off when I ask them to be switched off. This is great news. So, what you do... If you could do, I don't know if you know how to set this up. So, the, the, do you know the news fader... Can you put the news fader on my spare fader? Thank you so much. Catherine, if you... Hey, this is... I'm so kind. If you go out of here and turn right and go straight down, there's two studios. Yours is the smaller one on the left, okay? And that's my gift to you. I suppose I can have the heating on, can't I? You can do that. Is there anything you'd like to say? 
I'll think about what I want to say. Okay, it's it's just it's just customary in this country that when someone is given a gift, a very expensive let's gift. See, let's see if the gift works. It's it's that when someone's given a gift, that person normally says thank you. I like being in this studio. Unusual, I know. But listen, this is I'm my supposed to be like watching. Hmm? Hmm? Supposed to be watching you. Yeah, I know. It's kind of my job. I know, I know. But this this feels a little bit like Mm. you're pretending you give me a present when actually what you're doing is getting your own way. No, 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 no. Let's just try it. Let's just try it for for an hour. Let's just try it for a week. Let's try it for. Let's try it until until Christmas, okay? And if by Christmas you go. I don't like being in that studio on my own. You'll say, what are you talking like that for? Um, I will say, what are you talking like that for? You'd have gone stir crazy because you're in the studio on your own. I just think it be, this, you've got your own studio, you can put up like your, your, your pot plants and your, you kick, kick your, you're not allowed anything like that. your shoes it's off. You can, um, get uh, naked in there. You get naked in there, you can put your tampons on the desk, but I want to be. <laughs> Oh, the dream! You can do your nails and your lippy, and no one, be, no one will be fussed. And then when you're when you're ready to speak, you could send me a text on my phone, and I'll look at it. And if when I'm when I'm free, I'll put your fader probably, up. Probably won't bother. Okay, fine. Well, off you go, Catherine. Okay, guys, hang on a minute. Just let's just stay there. Let's get let's do this. Let's do this in style. Let's do this in style. Is this this right? Okay, could you put that, that call through to me online? One, this 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 fault has not been fixed, uh, which is disappointing. John, hi, how are you? I'm good, John. John, can we? Will you join me applauding Catherine as she walks to a new, not just a new studio, but a new chapter in her life? All positive. All Let, positive. Let's applaud her, John. Wish, wish her app- well. Wish her well. Well done. Well done. Well done, Catherine. You deserve this. You work hard for this. Hey, in your face, BBC Three Counties, huh? Well done, Catherine. You deserve this. You deserve this. You really deserve this. Well done. Enjoy it. And I hope she enjoys it. I hope she enjoys it. Catherine is off to her, her studio. I think she'll work out how to use it. I've got her fader open, so we should hear her at some point in the next few minutes. Oh, I'm all emotional. We should... Uh, good evening, Chris Whitaker, brand new listener. Well done, Chris. Thank you. We should hear her... Um, uh, we should hear her very, very soon. While we're waiting for her, John, what, would yep. you, what, would you, what have you called in for? I'm, I'm just wondering your opinion about the protest today. About Trump, if you have any uh, opinion is this, at all. Is this John from Highgate? Yeah. Yeah, get stuffed. You're not welcome on this show, mate. You're a nasty piece of work. Thanks sure. for calling. Bye-bye. We don't, we don't allow him on. We don't allow that guy on. He's a piece of trash. Um, let's wait now for Catherine to enter her brand new studio, her new home. Very exciting. It's like she's, she's being ad- adopted by a brand new home. Um, and let's, let's see. She should, be, she should be there now. It's not that far away. Um, and all she's got to do is work out how to turn the studio on. And this is... I think this just goes to show how magnanimous I am as a radio host. That I am prepared to do something very special, very selfless. Um. Ah, Catherine, can you hear me? Yeah. 
Fantastic. Why don't you tell the listeners what it is you can see, what what, what that new new home, Catherine's Corner, Kathy's Corner, we're going to call it. Um, <laughs> Kathy, don't come home. Uh, what What is it you can see? Describe your new studio to us, but keep it brief if you wouldn't mind. It's a lot smaller than yours, but it yes. is warmer. Yep. I've got a lovely view of... Um, okay, Catherine, we'll come back to you in a second. I just want to say, dear listener, if you want to give us a call, 03... <laughs> Just keep the breathing down to a minimum, please, Catherine. We can hear you. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. And I tell you what, we'll. Sorry. Hello. What? What are you doing? What do you want? Are you... Oh no! Can you get out of my office, please? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, we'll do, Kath, to to make it fair. Okay. People can phone up. Yeah. And they can either say, "I want to talk to Ian." Or I want to uh, come in Kathy's corner. No. I want to enter Kathy's no. private place. No. Uh, I, I want to make a deposit. No. <laughs> Let me pleasure Catherine. <laughs> oh three four four. I think this is going to be a big success. This is going to be awful. This is going to be huge. This is the night we get sacked and they'll say, where were you? And I'll say, I was in my own office. (laughs) I was doing an impression of a 15-year-old boy going through puberty. I think this is going to be a winner, Kath. No plugs. Sorry? Got no plugs in here. No what? Plugs. Say it again? Plugs. Oh, plugs. Okay, sorry. The accent sometimes. Um, I think it seems to be amplified by your distance from me. 03444991000. Do... Just keep that bank. It's very sensitive microphones in this. Do you want me to put your fader down? No. Okay, well, just keep the microphones, keep the banging to a minimum. Uh, So, so, 03, flipping heck. What? 44499 Do you want to speak? To Ian Lee, or do you want to enter Catherine's bizarre dark world? This is the Late Night Alternative, weeknights from 10, with Ian Lee in the main studio and Catherine Boyle in a smaller studio quite some distance away on Talk Radio. The radio show that knows truth is always stranger than fiction. Week Monday, I get shoes. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Because they're too real to be part of my imagination. On Talk Radio. Exciting times, dear listeners. It's it's a groundbreaking uh, experience in the late night alternative. A new chapter. I'm Ian Lee. I am here in the big studio, the main studio, Studio A, my studio. And if we whiz all the way over there, Catherine should be in her little studio. Catherine, can you hear me? It's Catherine pretending to type there. Catherine, can you hear me? Hello. Yes. What? <laughs> okay. We did, we did. I know you're in a different... Did you just fart? <laughs> no. You did, didn't you? But you know what? If I do, it's my business. You just farted? No, I didn't. You did? <laughs> no, I didn't. I went... Out of your bum hole? Ma- no, with my mouth With hole. your bum hole? My mouth hole. Um, okay, well, here's... Uh, uh, anarchy has reigned already, because since you, you've left, we've had um, that horrible John from Highgate called in, so... What did he want? To be loathsome and probably tell me to top myself. Oh. Uh, I love having my own office. I can do all woman things. What what are you doing? Just having a look at some body form adverts. Classics. Why why are you you doing that? Well, I've always wanted to be pulled along by a load of dogs on my period. Never tried it. 
And also, I've never been able to explore that side of my personality because you're always there. Oh, you can't, you can't hear that I'm playing an Old Spice advert. I heard it. Okay, thank you very much. Well, acknowledge it then, please. It's a very funny thing to do. Oh, yes. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. So, who wants to talk to Ian Lee? Who wants to come in Catherine's Corner? Let's go to Raheem. Good evening, Raheem. Is Good it... evening, Ian. Good evening. Um, is it me you'd like to speak to, or do you want to um, come in Catherine's Dark Place? It's actually you. There we go. That's, that's, that's me. All right, Catherine, you carry on doing what you're doing. I'll let you know when we're Thanks. done, love. <laughs> yes, Raheem. All right. Yeah, so um, that caller you're supposed to get stuffed here, he asked you what your opinion was on Trump. Yes. I have an improvement to that question. He didn't actually ask me what my opinion was on Trump. Okay, whatever. I, he asked something about Trump, didn't he? It, 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 about uh, the protest, yeah? Yes, there we go. Okay. I, I have an improvement on that question, yeah? Okay. Where's the streaker? The, exactly. Where? Exactly. That, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Where's the streaker? Well, Raheem, <laughs> here's the thing, right? To yeah. be... As Gandhi once said, even though we now know he was a dirty pervert, he was a, he was a pervert. He controlled his daughter's sex. That's not normal. It's true. It's a true no. story. It's true. Yeah, you know yeah. that's true, okay. don't you? He controlled his yeah. daughter's sex. As okay, Gandhi yeah. once said, all it takes for uh, uh, to triumph over evil is if one good man, and I would change that to, to man, woman, lesbian, gay, bisexual, Whoever. or trans... Yeah. Whoever. It would take one for, um, right. Gandhi said, for the triumph over evil, all we need is but one good whomever to sit and do nothing. Yeah. And are you going to sit and do nothing or are you going to be the man that takes the bulls by the horns mm. and strips your clothes off and runs naked through a protest? Oh, you see? I could do that. Do it, Raheem. Oh. Strip off. <laughs> <laughs> what, I, what I should have done Yeah Is I should have waited at the airport with a drone With a what? A drone No, no, don't even joke about waiting at airports <laughs> at drones Because I'm getting scared all these protests they're going to talk about I'm taking my boys away in the summer I don't you, better think of, you better think about it, yeah It takes thousands of people and they're not doing anything One drone could have prevented Trump from coming Yeah, well don't well, No, because he wouldn't have No, because the, the, the military would have would have shot it down Oh, yeah. Then they yeah. would have found you and they'd have shot you down. So that's a dumb thing to say. I don't think they would shoot me. Hmm. Nah. That's a joke anyway. I wouldn't do good, that. Good joke, Raheem. Good joke. I wouldn't <laughs> open with that one, mate, but it's a good joke nonetheless. Yeah, yeah true, true. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, we need a speaker. <laughs> okay. All right, Raheem. Yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Be, night, hang on a second. Be with you in a minute, Catherine. Yeah. She's watching the Diet Coke break advert. Flipping it. Go. Go. Oh. What, what you... in the heck? What? Oh, I say. What are you doing? Hmm? Oh, Catherine, what are you doing? Catherine! Sorry, what, what Catherine! Catherine, what are you doing? Leave Private it, uh, business. Leave Private it lady alone. Business. For five minutes, leave it alone. It will drop mm. off. Oh, you don't know. want that dropping off. I'm just pressing it on. No, don't press it on. Put some put some gaffer tape over it and leave it alone. Stop it! His jeans are awful, actually, when you look at the Okay, them. I'm talking to Ra she Raheem. She really wants that face back, doesn't she? <laughs> Raheem and I are having a very mature political conversation okay, since... Well, include me out. Well, I'm including you out. I'm out, 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 out excluding you. Out excluding you. What's the word? Excluding. Ex I'm excluding you. Just... Just want to say... Jeez. Please, Catherine. Yeah, yes. S since you, all, all I want to say is, since you left 
Studio A and yeah. went to Studio F. Yeah. Um, the show mm -hmm. has really yep. got a lot more yep. mature. Okay. It's got very politically minded. We've got, yep. we got a conscience. The yep. show has a Wasn't conscience. Wasn't Raheem talking about having a drone? It's very naughty. I hope you dissuaded him. I did dissuade him. I told him he'd get shot. Yeah. 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 Now, Raheem's, now we're going to go on to uh, Raheem's uh, second uh, uh, point, which I'm sure is going to be excellent. Maybe you'd like to listen, yeah, Catherine. Yeah, I was going to make, like, last night. Please, please, the, um... please shut up, Raheem. I'm, I'm talking to Catherine. Oh. Please. Mm -hmm. Maybe, okay. please. Maybe you'd like to listen, Catherine, and perhaps learn something instead of, um, you know, uh, instead of ringing your bell. What? Raheem. Yeah. Yeah, now, now you can talk. Oh, now I can talk. Okay, yeah. So, um, last night, you, um, was talking about how some people change the name Jeremy Hunt to something obscene, right? Yeah. His surname. Basically, it's not the first time, and I'm sure it won't be the last, because I've seen even BBC journalists saying the same thing. Ah, <laughs> oh, I see I'm not doing anything, mate. Huh? I'm... Is that Catherine? Is that Catherine? Oh, I love this film. I love this film. Well, oh. right, okay. I mean, all right, but Raheem, whatever you said was 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 great. Let me just check. Can I, can I cut anybody off? No, can't get anybody off. Can we get that? Do you know how to do? Are they taught you how to do fault reports yet? Right, but that's something you need to learn very quickly because you're going to be doing a lot of them. Catherine, I don't think we can play that on the radio, mate. Why? Because I don't think we contractually we're allowed to play that. What? Just that. So, Titanics. Yeah, we're not watching Titanic. We're not allowed to watch movies while we're doing the show. We're doing a radio show, and it's a fun show. Right, so 0344, four, very, very quiet on the phones tonight, and I put that down to uh, Catherine's uh, rudeness. What? I'm oh, even there. You still not said thank you? No, I haven't, have I? No. I wonder why. Because I got you your own studio. Yeah, you've put me out in the flipping cupboard. No. It's a, it's a, it's a top of the range uh, studio, and you should be. Very, there are people, there are people out there. There are people in you Africa. There, you know. there are people. I can see you? Can you? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a bit rude. There are people in Africa and ruder. There are people in Africa who have to walk thirty miles just to get to the nearest studio with a bucket on their head, and then thirty miles back. Once they filled up with broadcast juice. You're not allowed to drink in here. No, you're not allowed to drink in there. Exactly. Um, okay, what have you got for us, Catherine? Um, I've got a couple of penis stories. Oh, jeez. I've got, um, a serious story. Mm. I've got a cute story. Okay. I've got a Disney story. Yes. I've got a stag do yob story. Stag do yob. I've yes. got a drugged fish story. Yes. And I've got a story about baboons ripping the heads off ducks. Okay, well, you do one of those while I go for a pee, okay? What? Just do one of those and I'm going to go for a pee, okay? I no. No, I don't think I can do that. I don't think I can do that. I think I might just have a little read to myself. Uh, all right, okay, I'll read you one. I'll read you one. All right, let's do a cute story. Do you want a cute story? Because it's all getting a little bit, you know, what he's like. What do you want? Get out. Buck up your ideas. Buck up your My ideas. My mic's on. Buck My up. mic's on. Buck They'll up. see what you really like. Buck up your this is ideas. what he's really like. This is Buck. what he's really like. Listen, look at me. Look, buck up your ideas. You, you have got your own studio. You've got your own studio. It, you look great. You needed a wee. Suits you. It suits you. It's tiny. It's insignificant. You this is what up. it's like. You buck this up. It's really like. Shush. Buck up your ideas. You shush me. I shush you. No, you shush me. Shushy, shushy. Get out of my studio. 
What? Get out of my studio! Get out! Get out! Be a team player! Fuck up your Shush! Ow. A concerned mum was filled with fear. In fact, you know what? I'm going to give you... Let's have some music. Let's have some concerned mum music. I wonder if I have to type in mum music. Mum music. This is how he does it. And it's dead easy. I mean... Uh, mm, uh, Alright, let's go with this. Mum music. Concerned mum was filled with fear when she noticed a huge black mark on the top of her baby daughter's mouth. Darian Depretta was playing with her gorgeous little girl Bella when she spotted the massive circular mark. And they've got a picture in here. This is on the mirror if you want to read along, Kath. If, the, if you imagine the baby's mouth gaping open, sort of flip-top head style. Top roof of her mouth, hair. The black. She tried to wipe it off but started to panic when it didn't disappear. She said, so I'm playing with Bella today and I noticed the roof of her mouth is black. I tried wiping it to see if it would come off and it didn't. I immediately called Chandler, my mom and my best friend in panic. I make her a doctor's appointment. That was about 30 minutes from the time I noticed her mouth. So turn the music down, it's too loud. We can't. Mind your own business. We can't hear, this is my bit, it's literally my business. It's my, it's my business. This is my... We can't... Got it going on. We can't hear you. How's that? That's great. When Thank they you. got to the GP, the nurse also unsuccessfully tried to wipe it off and then said she'd never seen anything like it. By the way, that was a really quick way. I hope you washed your hands. No, that I was didn't. me, not the nurse. Doctors then suggested it could be a birthmark, but Darian, who lives in the US, that's why I did that voice earlier on, because I'm a stickler for detail. She says, uh, she says it w wasn't a birthmark. She checks her mouth regularly to clean it. Darian said, I'm now being told my daughter will be set up with two specialists. After insisting it wasn't a birthmark on the roof of her mouth, the NP decided to take another look at this medical mystery. I point out it looks a little wide on the side, and she really gets in there trying to scrape it. And then they realised what it actually was. Do you know what it was? No, Have I don't guess. know what it was. It was cardboard from a box that the baby had been chewing stuck to the roof of her mouth. What a story. What a story. I can never show my face in that office again. I cried and laughed for a solid five minutes straight. While Darian is embarrassed about the situation, she appreciates it could have been much worse. Oh, yeah, because you know what happens. You put it on Facebook and you immediately get people saying, you realise you could have choked on it. The only reason it was posted was after, because after crying, panicking and trying to figure out what it was, she was okay and the laugh was after the storm of it all. And I don't let my baby chew on cardboard. She's teething and tries to chew on everything. Is this true? They do, they, they do. They do though, don't they? They really do. They What's do. What's this? We always had these things that you put in the freezer for a baby. Teethers. Uh, yeah, for a baby. Um, uh, I said buck. People are, I, I said buck. People are thinking they heard me swear. I wasn't swearing. Did it sound no. like swearing? What, no. What, what turn of phrase is that? You would never see that on Mr. Chips. Buck up your ideas. F your ideas up. <laughs> I said you don't need any encouragement for that. <laughs> buck up your ideas, ladies and gentlemen, and, and drag buck. your minds out of the gutter. How does, a how does a B even sound like an F? B, F. This is completely different. 
Completely different. All right, well, okay. That was fun, wasn't it? That was a lot of fun, Catherine. Thank I actually you. like this office. I'm, I'm glad. I'll tell you why I like it. Shall I tell you why I like it, Catherine? For this to work, you need to say something. I know. It's there we go, it's that. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh, we're back. We're back. I thought there was a trail. There was no trail. There you go. Sums your whim. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give me a call. I'm in the main studio. Catherine's in Studio F. Yeah. Thank you. She hasn't said thank you yet. That was my present to her. Don't uh, think this actually belongs to you. It, it, I'm not sure it belongs to us. No, exactly. But I have I have gifted it to thee, and you're very welcome. Hey, I um, started watching uh, that Chernobyl today. Oh, I. Yeah, and it's it's based on a true story, apparently. Uh, it's very dark, but there are some moments of... There's some moments of humour in it. There's a bit right at the start, no spoilers, but there's a bit right at the start before the... Nu- it's about a nuclear reactor exploding. Right? So it's, it's a very bleak thing. A lot of people died in horrific, horrific ways. Do you know the story, Catherine? Yeah, I remember it okay. vaguely. Um, uh, but there's, there's some, there's some humour in it. Right at the very start, there is, before the explosion, there are some workmen just working there. And one workman, it's, it's, it's a great opening actually. One workman turns to the other and says, do you know why we've got to be careful that this, this doesn't blow up? And the other fellow goes, no, why? And he says, well, Chernobyl fall off. And I thought Chernobyl fall off. I thought that was a really brave, to put a, a gag. Yeah, because so, some people's did, didn't it? Mm? Mm? Chernobyl fall off. I thought it was really brave to put a gag like that right at the, right at the start of it. Well, it kind of, it, it, it sets you up for comedy. It's not a comedy, as I said, it's a very graphic thing. But yeah, I, I'll just do it one more time in case people are just tuning on. At the beginning of this new Chernobyl programme, one worker says to another, do you know why you've got to be careful This don't get radiation on your hands? And the other guy says, why? And he says, well, Chernobyl fall off. Your knob will fall, your knob will fall off. Chernobyl fall off. Very, very brave opening. Very brave opening, I thought. And, okay. I think maybe you need to leave your computer in here. Certainly not. It's my only means of communication. <laughs> I like this. I think this could work. Tomorrow what we're going to do, we're going to try, just going to try. I really want your bell. Catherine Boyle, you're a married woman, for goodness sakes. No, oh. it means so I can cut people off from a minute. Don't worry, we haven't got any phone calls, so it's absolutely fine. Um, they need to book their ideas up. Buck your ideas up. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. There'll be some people who think they get the show and be getting particularly angry about tonight's episode. Um, but Good. thank you. But this one's I, for you. I was thinking maybe tomorrow we could try you in that studio and me in my house. Yep, I'm going to take your silence as a yes. Someone is saying it's actually Chernobyl fallout, but no, it's not. It's Chernobyl fall off. Oh, dear. So, um, 
So thank you very much for that. Okay, let me just... Um, excuse me. Hang on, I've Chernobyl. got a, a, a question from Katie Puckrick. Chernobyl fall off. That's like just crossing that off. Yes, yes, Katie Puckrick. What time on Sunday? I did tell you the time. I times. know, but I, I've faded you out of my mind. I told you the times. The, the seven o'clock? Show starts... Uh, yeah, say seven. Why not? What is it? I'm not telling you what time what it is actually starts. What is it? I-R-L. I am hosting an evening with Kelsey Grammer on Sunday. Sold out, guys. And uh, my... I, I, I'm, we're inviting Katie Puckrick as my special guest. My uh, guest. Uh, my, my, my ticket. My friend. My ticket, my guest. My ticket, my guest. And... I'm taking my guitar so he can sing it with me. Can you ask him about tennis? Yeah, of course I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting quite nervous, actually. I'm, I'm, I've got to do some research tomorrow. Or maybe I'll do it Sunday. Maybe I'll do it next week. Um, and I've told you what time it starts, and I'm not... You said, uh, doors open at six? Yeah, so get there for six, then. Ugh. Get there for six. Are you tricking me? No, well, get there for seven. Show starts at seven, I'm going to say. Is that true, though? Yeah. I'm telling Katie Puckery, I'm going to be there. You're stitching her up, if anything. No, I'm stitching you up. Why? Because you're going to be there as well. I'm not stitching anyone up. You'll just be there on time for a change. Okay. Seven o'clock, the show starts. Okay. All right. Okay. Not a very funny joke if it is a joke. Chernobyl fallout, it's a funny funny gag. No, no. Wrong time. It's a funny, funny gag. I'm going to tell her, Ian says six, seven. One, two, three, four. Can I have a little more drugs? Five. That's that's the Beatles. Every, imagine every song the Beatles sing from um, uh, uh, "Help" onwards is is, the, is about drugs. Gosh. One, two, three, four. Can I have a little more drugs? Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I want some more drugs. That's all they. That's all they sing. All about. you need is drugs. drugs. Help. I need some drugs. Well, those things are very Moorish, or so I hear. Um, baby, you can try my drugs. <laughs> oh, no. It's just silly now. You say hello, goodbye, and I say get high, get high on drugs. No, don't, because someone will clip that and go, oh. Ian Lee, yeah. on his show last night, yeah. was encouraging everyone yes. through the medium no, of Beatles I'm not. No, I'm not. to do that. I'm not. I'm saying that the Beatles were so obsessed with drugs that they are hidden and not so well hidden drugs messages in every single song from Help Onwards. Um, Is there anything that you want? Drugs. With Sergeant Pepper's lonely drugs. <laughs> they really were very silly boys. They were very silly boys. I do like the Beatles, but they were they were. Hey, let's go niche. Uh, I listened to Lost Classic. Well, Lost Lost, uh, an album that's poo pooed by a lot of people. Um, is it uh, because it's poo poo? It's well, no. It, well, it is poo poo. Uh, Paul McCartney's. Um, right. Hang on a second. Right. Have we got phone calls to make? Phone them up. Josh, get out. This, we're working, man. Come on. Please. For crying out loud. We're working. Phone them up. What They're the more hell important. is going on in there Josh now? Josh Rom just walked in and talk, stopped people making phone calls. Who does he think he is? For goodness sakes. Wouldn't do that if I was there. This is a workplace. This is a workplace, for God's sake. Stop coming into our studio. I tell you what, I, I'm going to walk into a local chippy and then just go around the back and have a chat with them. Just go and have a back. Go and have a chat with the chippies. 
I'm going to go. I'm going to go to um, get in the back of an ambulance when they're saving a man's life and say, I "Just have a chat with them." That Ariana Grande. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Is that what he was talking about? I've got no idea, but probably she's showbiz. <laughs> Stop. Everybody is banned from coming into the studio when we're doing the show. Hey, that reminds me. I, yeah, had, a, I had a PR um, offer today. Oh, yeah, we never on. get those because we don't ask for them. Yeah. And I don't want to be on their lists. But yeah. still, they find me through um, our um, that guest nicker that, that works here. Yeah. Anyway, I've got a great guest for you, Catherine, for the Ian Lee show. I think oh. it's something that you'll Ooh. really enjoy. Oh, here we go. Uh, yeah. Fit in with the show pu- perfectly. Uh, the Real Ale Boys, they're going to come and do a beer right. testing. Sorry? Um, uh, mm. uh, on the show of, uh, of a drug addict alcoholic? Yeah. Real ale? Yeah. No. No, 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 no. I said I, said I don't think it's really a very good fit. No, but, uh, no, no, but, no, no, I don't think so. Listen to the show, you're okay, trying to fine. sell stuff on. Yeah. Well, right, now we're, now we're being told that the, uh, your, your studio mm. isn't completely... Well, you might be getting some people popping in at 10.45. Why? Well, because they might... Paul Ross might... Just need it, yeah, for a pre-record. Oh well, his show takes precedent. No, no, no. But you can still you you can still sit in there, but you just have to be very quiet. Oh, I don't want to sit in here while he's doing his thing. No, it's very, very. No, I know. But you. But but what I'm saying is, you don't come back here. Why? Well, because that's your studio. It's it, not, though, is it? It's it, Paul Ross's. I knew it wasn't it's, mine. I knew it wasn't a real present. I uh, knew you were tricking me. Early days. Early, Tricks. early, early days. Tricks it's every time. Early days. It's, really like. it's teething. It's just teething problems. It's just teething you gave problems. away something that didn't belong to you. That's all it is, is it's teething. Te- it's just early days. Outrageous. It's teething problems. That's all it is, all right? All right? They'll be out in... Five, ten minutes, I'm sure of it, okay? Let's go to Ryan. Good evening, Ryan. Good evening, how you doing? Very well, Ryan. What can we do for you tonight? Do you want to speak to me oh. or Catherine? Oh, either. I just, you, you had no one call. I was on my way home. I'm knackered. I thought I'd just call you because I felt sorry for you. He wants to speak to you, Cath. Oh, no, don't feel sorry for me. I'm quite happy. Oh, yeah, you sound quite happy. You're both doing quite well. I just thought I'd throw a caller in a minute. Talk to Ian, because, and then he'll give you a present, and then you'll find out oh, it was never his to give. No, 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 no. It's just teething problems. The, 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 the someone else's teeth. Te- someone else's teeth, exactly. All right. Uh, all right, Ryan. Um, do you want to play a game of guess? Uh, let's play a game of Hangman. Go on, then. Hang on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine letters. Yeah. A. No, that's the base of the noose of the galleys. N. Yeah, that is the fifth letter, N. I need a pen, really, don't I? Yes. All right. Bye, I've got, I'm getting kicked out. Would you, what, no, but, no, well, just, just wait there. Squatter's rights, Catherine. Squatter's rights. She's pathetic. Pathetic. <laughs> why, why are they getting kicked out? Oh, I don't. Absolutely pathetic. She's got no balls, that woman. N. That's letter five. Letter five. Yeah, okay, got it. Yep. Uh, e. Letter three. Okay. Uh, I. No I, that's the the shaft of the galleys. What are you doing back? What do you mean? Paul Ross. 
But, 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 some very strong sexual swear words. Well, I know we had the fader up, and I didn't yeah. dump it. Wow. That, so it's on his head, be it. Yeah. On his head, be well, that's it. That's what he said. Yeah. Well, oh God. All right, we're playing hangman. Yeah. Right. Go on, rhyme. Quick, quick. Chop, chop. Come on. Boring. B. What? B. B or D? C, is in, yeah, C, because you said bad C. sexual swear words. So C. C, okay, well done. That's the first letter. What, C? Yes. <laughs> C, all right, sorry. <laughs> uh, R. Home. That's the fourth letter. Oh, God. Chernobyl. Yes, it's <laughs> Chernobyl! Hey, you've got to be careful, though. Um, you've got to be so careful, though, Ryan. Do you know why? Why? Chernobyl fall off. Thank you, Ryan. What a guy. What a guy. Hey, what there's a lot more fun in this studio. What a guy, huh? This is the fun studio. Okay. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. The Late Night Alternative. Kind of a laid back. Tuesday vibe tonight. I've still got this stomach thing. My back is still killing me. Very kindly bought me a heat pad, but I think that's actually making me feel more nauseous. Oh. Um, I've got a bit of osteo tomorrow. So, osteo, osteoporosis. Pathory. Osteopathy. It's not a real thing. It's an alternative medicine. And you know what that means? I thought... Chiropractory was alternative. I, it turns out, I, I, me, I remember talking to my ex-father-in-law about it, who's like a proper doctor, and I said I was going to see an osteopath, and he snorted. Did he? He snorted, yeah. yeah. You ever been to an osteopath, Hannah? Hi, I haven't, but I wanted to speak to Catherine. Yeah. Well, Catherine has, has inveigled her way back into my studio Got again. Got kicked out because he didn't own no that other studio. Why? I thought we were going to be able to talk about girly things. Yeah, periods, woo. I'll yeah. talk about periods. I'm very happy to talk about periods. I'm, what I know about what. When you shave your legs and a silk scarf can just glide down. Oh, yeah, yeah we've I'm, all done that. I'm happy to talk about that. I don't have a problem with talking about that. I don't have a problem with depilation of the vaginal uh, passage. The vaginal passageway. <laughs> the vaginal I don't have a. You shouldn't have hair up your passageway. I don't have a problem with, with, with any with any of the women's issues, hairy bum cracks. Wow. Well then, Ian, this yes. is a question I was going to ask Catherine, but this can be for you. Thank Are you. Are you a Carrie, a Samantha, a Charlotte, or uh, the other one? Oh. Um, I like to think I'm a... I like to think I'm a Samantha. Okay. But I'm probably the, the quiet, frustrated, posh one. Yes, okay. Catherine, do you agree that that's the right... That that's <laughs> Ian? Um, yeah. Yeah, possibly. All uh, right, okay. I don't think I, I'm any of those. I think I'm a mixture. I'm Mr. Big. Yeah. I'm Mr. Big. I mean... I will listen, I don't think you can catch me out with that. I went on the Sex and the City uh, tour, guy, tour in New York City. There was a quiz on that bus. Guess who got most of the answers right? You this did. guy! This guy, I got more answers right than any of those frustrated old women sat there with <laughs> stinking of gin. Do do a do a Samantha impression. Oh, oh, no. Oh, oh my God. She was more like that, wasn't she? Everything yeah, was like, oh okay. my God. 
I thought she was absolutely nothing like that. Yeah, she was. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, pass me that water. Absolutely nothing yeah, like it. Nothing it. like it. Yeah, she was. I used to think um, that I was uh, a Charlotte, and then I realised what an absolute plum she was. And that husband she married, flipping. Eh? No, a they were a nice couple. Kyle. No, Kyle. Um, no, it was Kyle. Pray with her husband. McLaughlin. Carl McLaughlin. No, Car- yeah. and Carrie was an idiot for getting rid of that lovely carpenter. Aiden. Yeah. Oh, he was yeah. so dreamy. He was from uh, Northern Exposure, right? Yeah. yeah, I know the guy. I know that. I know it. I know my S A T C. I know it. I know <laughs> it, girls. Let's have a let's have a pajama party. Can everyone call in and ask you girly things? <laughs> you can ask me girly things. You can, they can ask me anything they want, Hannah. Yeah, it's about time. It's about time. Reclaim uh, the airways. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Now, got to say, I got to get the name of this film right because I, I, I keep getting it wrong. Um, uh, midnight when it all falls down. Um, hang on a minute, I'll get the name of this film. We got there's a, a, a guy, a uh, comedian, performer, director uh, called Steve Byrne uh, is coming to us live, live from the United States of America, um, and he's just uh, released a film called Always Amazing, right? And it's on YouTube and it's free. If you go to the All Things Comedy, All Things Comedy on YouTube, look for Always Amazing, the Amazing Jonathan story. It's free. It's free. It's free, and it's um, uh, a proper. It's a proper film. It's not like some crap, you know, do- Twin Towers documentary that some kid has made in, uh, using two VHS video recorders. This is a proper film. It's brilliant. It's got um, David Copperfield in it. It's got um, Penn from Penn and Teller. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a great film. He's the director. Steve Byrne is coming on the show at midnight tonight. I'm saying that out loud because the last time we had a guest booked on. We forgot to call them, mm. and they sent me a very polite email afterwards after I groveled. But the email was was I said well, pick a night any night. I'm so sorry, so sorry. We forgot to call this guy. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Pick a night any night. Well, it's okay. Don't worry. These things happen. Um, I'm busy for the next couple of weeks. I'll let you know if I get free. Ah, I know, isn't it? I feel terrible. I feel absolutely terrible. So tonight, tonight we will not. We will not. Little forget. production tip for you if you're going to set guests up yourself. Yes, sir. Why don't you give them the Godline number in case there's any problems? I don't even know what you're talking about now. Yeah, exactly. D- you give them the studio number didn't... in case there's any problems yeah. and we can't get through to them or they can't get through to us. Didn't know that such a thing existed. Why yeah. would I know such a thing? Why would I know such a thing? Well, I'm an artist. Here's the you're thing. You're going to try and do my Here's job. Do my thing. job. No, not trying to do your job, mate. I try and do. My job is life. My job is living and I do that to the best of my ability. Here's the thing. I'm a creative. I can't be expected to be bogged down by all of your your facts and all of your filing cabinets and and your suits and your ties and your lace-up shoes and your schedules and your car parks and your rotors and buying milk and uh, on all of these all of these and your your filer faxes and all of these your your database and your 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 setting setting the video timer all of this stuff i can't be bogged down by oh keys i can't be bogged down by passwords uh i i just can't be Bogged at oh, power sockets, adapter, oh, oh, FedEx, Emergency oh, credit cards. I can't be bogged down with these things because I'm an artist. Yeah. I'm an artist, and I'm I'm living. Uh, I'm living in like another dimension. You're living in two dimensions. It's like two dimensional your life, Mister, uh, Miss, excuse me, Mrs. Mrs. Suit. I'm living in like twelve dimensions, and each dimension is a different symphony. Yeah, and a in different which dimension color. do you get the job done? Huh? Hmm? 
Well, some, if, if I'm lucky in the seventh, but I'm not there very often. Uh, now, let's see if our next caller tries to pick up that classic banter that we were just engaging in there and falls flat on his ass. It's Gatford. No, no, it, it's not. Okay, go on. It's, it's the all-view Gatford. Okay, here oh, we go. Oh, here, here we go. go. This is what we needed. Here we go. The vibe is here. Right. You know how you said you haven't got any topics? Are you on speakerphone? No, no, I'm on a, a, a headphones. Don't be. Headphones. What is well, wrong with it. people? Why is... Right, he's off for a second. What is wrong with the old... I've got a phone, right? I'm holding it. I've got it in my hand. My right hand, I happen to be right-handed, okay? My left... Some people prefer... Even if they're right-handed, they prefer it in their left hand. What's wrong with holding the phone in your hand? Here's a tip for people calling in a phone-in show, right? This is a phone. This is a phone. And what you do is you don't... You don't put it on speakerphone and hold it in front of you like it's The Apprentice. You don't put it on the table on speakerphone. You don't have, like, a a headset going in. What you do is you get the phone and you hold it in your hand firmly and you put, there's, like, a little hole there. That's the the earpiece. And there's a tiny hole there. You probably can't even see it. That's the microphone, the mouthpiece. What you do is you put that, you line that hole with your ear so you can hear the voices coming through and that you then just naturally your mouth is then close there and that picks up your thing and what that does is that creates the perfect environment for a it's convenient for you the person making the call but then for the person at the other end of the line i don't know your mother a priest a doctor the host of a phone and radio show they can hear you unlike this muppet gatford who's on a headset we can barely hear him can we gatford I apologise, but there is a good reason. The reason better be, the reason better be either your phone is made of lava or you don't have hands. I'm looking up a website to help you. Thank you very much for your call. These people make me sick. It's a phone-in show. You know what to do. Grab them off. It's a phone-in show. Very simple tips, guys. Very simple tips. He said tips. Um, it's the number of people you see walking down the street doing The Apprentice phone what for? Those headsets are never a good sound. Apparently, young people aren't using doorbells anymore. Oh, yeah. I They're not using that. doorbells because what they do is they get to someone's house and as they walk up the path, they text them here. So, but, so in 50 years' time, 30, 20 years' time, like, people go, what's that? What's that little black rectangular box with a white, like, like a little circle? What, what's that outside? Mm. Oh, yeah, no, uh, the people who lived it before, they used to have a doorbell. What? A doorbell. It was a way of letting people know that you were there. You would just press the button and it would, like, indoors it would go, like, ding-dong, or something like that. A doorbell. A doorbell. You know what else is going to happen? Through genetics. Yeah. Your index finger will be your thumb. What? Well, your pressing thing, you won't need it anymore. It's all typing. Thumbs, thumb typing. I type with my finger. No, you don't. You do this. Yeah, you do, you do. Well, your thumbs just get longer and flatter. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is happening. If you look at babies now, if you look at babies in certain parts of the world, their thumbs are actually longer than Peter Pointer and flatter. Um, and that's just evolution, guys. You can't it's fight that. because of phones? You can't fight that. Yeah. Well, that was an hour of, uh, of filler. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is... People, stop correcting me on the Chernobyl fall-off joke. 
It is not... Right, someone says, what happens if you don't wear lead Y-fronts at a nuclear power station? Chernobyl fallout. No. <gasps> Chernobyl fall off. It's very, very poor taste, guys. Chernobyl fall... Your knob will fall off. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Here we go. I forgot to play now. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, it's where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow, I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on Down this road, that never seems to end when you adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow the whole world is my home So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style is the telephone number, the late night alternative at midnight. Now's a good time to call, because at midnight we're going to have a guest. Uh, we'll be chatting to him 15, 20 minutes, see how we get on. He, hey, listen, he might hate us. He might slam the phone down um, seconds into the conversation. You never know. You just never know with these Americans. They can be so touchy sometimes. Or he might be best buds and he could be on for an hour. We don't know, but he's promoting a great film uh, which you can watch for free. Uh, imagine someone, someone's made something and they're giving it out to the world for free. And it's good doesn't look like a freebie. It looks like a proper movie called Always Amazing. It's about Amazing Jonathan, who's one hell. I saw him on TV. I thought it was when I was 15, but it must have been a bit later. It must have been, like, early 20s on, like, um, one of the Jonathan Ross programs or something. And it's just, a fr- I remember seeing it and going, oh, I want to do that. I want to do, I did the thing with the knife that I showed you in the film. Oh, gosh. I saw that and went, oh, I want to do that, man. 
that I want to go up on stage and just do weird stuff. And again, you know, kind of. I'm not saying anything in his league, but it's a great film. So we're going to talk to Steve about that, uh, which is very exciting. Here's a, here's a what, what's a, a, a day of, first of all, I went to, to meet my pension guy who just laughed at me. Just laughed and said, "If this is this is your pension part, and, and um, if you don't put any more money in when you retire, you can have about four thousand pounds a year." Because right. four thousand okay. pounds a year—that's terrifying to you. Yeah. Imagine like what average Joe is going to get. Screw those losers. I mean, God. screw the screw those guys. I'm average Joanna, screw and I'm going to get now. Screw you. Well, come and come and work for me. <laughs> <laughs> come and work for me. Come and clean my house. I'll give you 50 pence a week. I don't clean my own house. I'll okay, well, that's fair enough. I've seen your house. I wouldn't trust you that. So he sa- he's, he basically just said, you're screwed. You're going to die poor. So like, okay, fine, that's cool. But then I came out. Like, oh, that's fine, that's cool. Uh, but then I came out. Hello, Catherine. Here's a thought. Yes, what? You should have uh, double bluffed him. What? All right, then forget this. I'm going to go and spend it up. Yeah, I'll have What's all the of point? that. I'll have I'll all, all of that money there, please. please. Can't touch it now. Till I'm 50, I think, which isn't that far away. 46 this weekend. Sweet Lord. Um, but then I came out and I had, this name won't mean a lot to many of you. It will mean a lot to a handful of you and it will mean something to a few of you. I came out and I had, um, a message on my phone, uh, from a guy called Greg Turkington. Oh, well, well, okay. Greg Turkington, right? Hi, Ian. Greg Turkington here. I'm doing a book signing for this On Cinema book, June the 29th at Rough Trade in West London. They want to do a moderated Q&A at this event, and we're asking if I had any suggestions. I thought of you. Would this be of interest or a giant waste of time? Either answer works for me. Let me know what you think. And I'm there going, what? This is guy. This guy is one of my favourites, right? He does On Cinema with Tim Heidecker. He does the f- filthy... Filthy Neil Hamburger, who we're going to we're going to go and see that night, yeah. June the 29th. We can't even tell you one joke. Can't tell you one of his jokes. Cannot tell you one of his jokes, right? And, and I just think he's brilliant. He wrote that. Remember, we were playing some tracks from that album of uh, that was based on a book of Vanity Records. He was one of the compilers behind that. I'm going to get him to sign that cop that book and that album. Yes, that's exactly what I'm going to get him to do. Um, and he's 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 brilliant. He's br- one of the few people I follow on Twitter. Right, one of the 36 I follow on Twitter. He's brilliant. He's asking me to help him out. So what did you say? No, get stuffed. I said, yeah, I'll do it, but I'm 500 quid. He went, oh, I've got no budget. I went, okay, sit, let's leave it then, bye. That was that. But, he, no, I didn't. I said, of course, of course I'll do it. I said, my, my fee is $250,000. Um, but so I'm doing a thing with, it's, it's not definite. It's not definite, it may, you know, maintenance, these things. It's not definite. But I could, the fact that one of my, I'm not going to say heroes, but someone I admire a lot and has provided me with a lot of laughs, sent me a text saying, I'm doing this thing, could you help out? And then what did he say when he said yes? Well, maybe we should go and have a meal first. Oh, he said, he said we should go and, he said, oh, wow, I'm excited you would do that. Uh, and then he told me he'd been to a party at Mickey Dolenz's house and he had a lot of gossip for me. So, it, basically, basically, I'm having, um, I'm having a showbiz, I'm having a showbiz lifestyle today. Greg Turkington texted me, asked me to help out. What a, what a, what a day, what a story. Hey, it's quiet on the phones today. We, I think, it, uh, we, okay, what we need to do, we need to ask three traditional phone-in topic questions. Yeah. Now I'm thinking, do we do we double down and go full on local radio, or do we pull it back a bit? What do you think? 
Get ready, guys. 0344 well, 499 when we throw out the creative phoners, they still never ring. They so maybe go. we need we, to go... Let's go basic. Yeah, let's go Fisher-Price phoning. Okay, well, what's, what's your favourite sandwich filling? Yeah. 0344 499 1000. I will do that. I will I will debase myself. I will get on my knees. I will get, I will get down. I will get down on my knees, right? And I will look up, I look in your eyes, and I will say the phone number as I undo your belt buckle... I pull that back and I undo your fly and I unzip your fly. We're going, oh, three, You're four, assuming four, they're men. Four, four, nine, one thousand. Well, I'm assuming they're... You're assuming they're men. Well, belt buckles. Wim You're what? telling me women don't wear belts? Not as much, no. Oh, shut the front door. Are you insane? <gasps> women... Are you wearing a belt now? No. Right, okay. I Didn't am. Did I one yesterday? Okay, fine. On the day before. You also weren't wearing pants the other day. Now, I'm that pants is... pants now. Okay, there you But you're wearing a skirt. So that is unhygienic. That's unhygienic. That's that's sexual harassment and unhygienic, actually. So I'm going to report you. It's my prerogative. So, I... That's what I like to call it. It's my prerogative. <laughs> it can be yours, too, for just five ninety nine. I will I will debase myself to get called. So, phone-in topic number one, 0344 499 Just simply whoring myself out here. What is your favourite sandwich filling and the 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 wackier the better oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand catherine can i do one of course you can what is your mum's name okay okay just interested give out the number oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand okay what is your mum's name okay i've got the third and final one what do we do about radical islam <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. What's under your bed? Oh, three. <laughs> if if it's if it's a, 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 a jihadist training book, then okay, that that kind of ties. Well, in. that could be helpful. We that, could report them to authorities. Exactly. Get some sort of community action trust reward. So the questions are as follows: What's your favourite sandwich filling? Pointing to you, eye contact is great here. Mine. Flipping it. What is this? I'm trying not to eat so much bread, but uh, I do like. I do like a no. What? No, we're doing the topics. A dairy slice. We're doing the topics. I am, I'm telling you. No, what? And her name is Brenda. What's your... I'll do this bit then. Flip, I've got to do all and the I work think it. we should put them all on an island. <laughs> no, we don't, we're not doing that one. We're not doing that one. We're doing the under the bed. Okay. So, what's your favourite sandwich filling? What is your mum's name? And what is under your bed? Uh, 03444991000. Let's sit back and wait for the calls to come rolling in. And these are going to be go, go, go. You're going to have to be quick on this because they're going to come flooding in literally any second There's now. a little delay. That's why it's pick, quiet. You've got to pick them up, phone them back. Pick them up, phone them. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. That's how it's going to go. Here we go. Here What's your favourite sandwich filling, Ian? Cheese and mayo. Mm. Yeah, basic. Do you know what I do like and I've not had for a long time? It was introduced to me by my first boyfriend. Probably the best thing he could put into my life. His... Cheese and salad cream. Okay, okay. On cheek. Can I ask you to be quiet? Bread. Can I ask you to be quiet? Why? Because A. I'm helping, I'm fueling. A, you're putting people off calling in. No, I'm fueling. B, you're boring. What? So let's just, let's just, you know, it, let's just chill out. Let's wait for the calls to come a rolling in. Mr. Cheese and Mayo. Ro the calls are going to come a rolling in. Here we go.
Linda. Mm-hmm. She's got a middle name. Margaret. Oh, posh. My mum didn't get a middle name. Please stop talking because you're putting people calling off. I don't think it's me. Literally nobody. Mm. Literally nobody. Do we know the other phones? Maybe they don't like sandwiches. Are the phones broke? Are the phones broken? I mean, I, what? Are the phones broken? What's going on? Mm. <sighs> phone them back immediately. Simsy says corned beef and pickle. No, he said, I don't care. Where, did he phone in? No. I didn't hear his voice. He done tweet. Right, well, I don't want to hear about it then. Shut up, Simsy. Phone in. Oh, three, four, four, five, nine, nine, one, oh, don't tweet us. I'm tempted to block him. It's a nice sandwich, though. Just racking up our first call. Yep. Dan! Ian, I just wanted to uh, talk about my favourite biscuit. Oh, uh, we're not doing fa- we're not doing favourite biscuits. It's favourite sandwich filling. What's your mum's name and what's under your bed? Um, oh God, you just come on, on Alexa. Give me a second. I did try it. Flipping right, we get, we get first call we get, and it's an idiot. Favourite sandwich filling? Yes, Dan. Coleslaw lightly warmed. Oh, is that like vomit? Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, no, you, you, you toast the bun. You put some slightly warm cold in there. Well, why is the cold so warm? Because I'm cheap. Okay, you haven't got a fridge. I've got a fridge, but... You don't want to, you refuse to turn it, it on. Is it a bit fizzy? It's a bit full of junk. Okay, that is weird. Yeah. And probably yeah. illegal. Okay, right. Okay. What was the next topic? What's your mum's name? Jean. Oh, that's a classic, that's a classic mum name. And what's under your bed? Uh, cat fur. Thanks very much indeed. There we go. Fun. You get a real insight into people's characters, now, don't you? Now we're having questions. Now we're having fun. Let's go to Sammy. Good evening, Sammy. Oh, hello, uh, Ian and uh, and the other one there, Cat. I think it is. Yes. Uh, what are you doing advice uh, for, Sammy? Uh, I've just been silly, really, aren't I? All right, carry on. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, you wanted a bit of fun, didn't you? So, you know, I put a silly voice on. Thanks Some people have got that voice on the team. Like, is this one better? Um, oh, no. no. Could you split the difference? Uh, this one. That's it! <laughs> That's okay, it! Okay, okay, here we go. Well, uh, sandwiches. <laughs> um, I like coronation chicken one. Oh, I've just discovered uh, coronation chicken. Oh, I can't do that, my throat. Oh. Okay. Uh, don't, yeah, don't die. Yeah, I can, no, yeah, yeah. Coronation chicken, that's the best one, obviously. Um, and it's also... Coronation chicken, that's the best one, obviously. Why are you still doing this, Lily? Ce- celebrating uh, Queen Elizabeth or something, isn't it? Or the, no, Victoria... Uh, don't need the history of the filling. Don't need the history of the filling. That's tomorrow's phoning. We just need oh, to know okay, the filling, okay, mate. Okay. Don't worry, it's not It's okay, not an exam. Okay. Relax. Sorry, I'm, loosen I'm panicking, up. I'm panicking. I'm loosen, panicking. loosen up, buddy. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <sighs> okay, I'm, I'm right. So, coronation chicken, yeah. do you need the bread that it's on? I mean, if you want to fill us in, yeah. Yeah, sure, why not? Okay, well, it's the ones that have got, like, the grainy sort of, um... Warburtons? No, it's, yeah, it's 
seven seeds. Oh, yeah, 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 love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm the only yeah, one in my family mix, that loves it. Mix, oh, all right. Well, it makes the toilet uh, interesting. After all right. Here's your pipes right out. Keep it clean, buddy. Keep it clean, buddy. go there. Okay. Well, we, we, well, I can't really on that. But anyway. Um, Jesus. So, what was the other one? Um, your mum's name, Plaza? My, num- my, num- my mum's name is Jacqueline. It's an old school old school one there. Jacqueline, um, is she a Jackie? Ja- Jackie, sometimes she's Jackie, sometimes oh, she's, um... Fun. What, is she in the throes of passion? Pardon? Jack, Jack. What's... Sorry, I thought, I misheard what you said there. No, you didn't. What's under your bed? I don't want to ask what's under Jack Jack's bed. Toilet rolls. <laughs> Sorry? Toilet rolls. Jeez, what horrible people we have listening to this show. Uh, Carl's going to be next. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Now we're cooking. Now we're cooking. This is Talk Radio. After hours amusement for anarchists, air hostesses, and jet lag antipodeans. Good night, covers. Can I crash on your floor? The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. I said, I've still got this stomach bug, and suddenly I feel like I'm going to throw up. Oh no! This is outrageous scenes. I might have to put, uh, go to the bathroom in a minute and okay. be sick. Isn't that the, what is this bug? It's been over a week now, hasn't it? I think. Yeah. Flip it, that man. What is going on? What the hell is going on here? Let's go to Hannah. Good evening, Hannah. Hello. You right? Yes. Good. Right. Sandwiches. Yes. Um, ham and mustard sandwich is my favourite. Classic. Be- beautiful, yeah. Uh, mum's name is Janet. Yep. And under my bed, let me check, hold on, fluff. Thank you very much indeed. Let's go to Carl. This is great. This is a functioning... Well, it was. Good evening, Carl. Good evening, Ian. What you got for us? Uh, lasagna. Sandwich? Yep, sandwich filling. A lasagna sandwich? Mm-mm, yeah. <laughs> it's just, why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I didn't believe you until you went, mm-mm. I don't, I don't believe this. <laughs> okay, let's press on. Yes. And, and mum's name, mum's name, lasagna. And under the bed, <laughs> lasagna. <laughs> Is it? Uh, no, lasagna's a no. boy's name. <laughs> no, I, I met a girl called lasagna once. No, you didn't. She was called, like, lasagne or something. Lasagne. That's like lasagna. That's a girl, yeah. She married to Garfield. Um, yeah, she was married to Garfield. Go on, what, your mother's name, please? Y- Yvonne. Okay. Vonnie. Uh, did you say Yvonne or did you say Yvonne? Uh, Yvonne. Yvonne. Yvonne Goulagong. <laughs> <laughs> that's a real, that's a real person. I know, it's not a it, woman though, is it? Is it a man? No, it's a woman, Yvonne Goulagong. No, I don't think it is. Oh, Isn't it Yvonne? Why don't you Google it? Why don't you Google it? Yvonne Goulagong. How do you spell Goulagong? <laughs> Goulagong. Goulagong. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Ivan. Yeah, no, you're talking about Ivan Goulagong. I'm talking about his mum, Yvonne Goulagong. <laughs> Google Yvonne Goulagong. There will be one. All right. Just be bear with us, caller. Just a second. We've got to find Mrs. Goulagong. We've got to find Mrs. Or Goulagong. Ms. Yvonne Goulagong. Billy Billy Ballybong. There's Yvonne with an, begins with an E. Yeah, Yvonne Goulagong, yeah? So I'm <laughs> right, thank you. Yes, Carl. I'm just trying to check, yeah, woman. Yeah, yeah, thank you. What is under your bed, Carl? She's 66. Uh, books. What books have you got under there? Uh, books I don't read. Books about you? No. Books I don't read. Books I don't read? What's, what's he saying? Books you don't read? 
Are books Because they're under his bed. Books you don't read. Yeah. I need to, I'm going to have a big clear out. I don't like throwing away books, but I'm going to I found a Michael Jackson one. That can go. I'm going to have a big clear out of books and create a little bit of space. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. That's I my need plan. to go through my um, bookshelf. I don't like throwing books away, but no. I looked on the bookshelf and there were books I'm never going to read again, yeah. and they're actually crap. I'm probably going to have a little burning party. Book no, burning, don't burn a little book, book burning party. Um, Fahrenheit 451 is the temperature that paper burns and is also one of the books I'm going to burn because it's rubbish. It's not, it's a great book. Um, and I'm going to have a book burning party. Carl, you got any books you want me to burn? I'll send you some. Okay, I, I couldn't understand a word that guy said. I liked him though, I liked him a lot. Yeah. Evening, Kerry! Hello. Oh? How see, are you? Is, is he Van Gulligan? <laughs> I ain't going so, I think uh, I, I think I'm going to throw up in a few minutes, Kerry. Is it because of Kerry? Yes. Really? No, it's not because of Kerry. I just, something's uh, uh, something's bubbling. Oh dear, don't don't do that. Would it make you feel more queasy if I talked about sandwiches? No, you can talk about sandwiches, my friend. That is the topic. Well, you can talk about it. Uh, fish finger sandwiches. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes please. Oh. I'm not really a fan of but, fish fingers. Well, uh, well. I once had Why? one when I was. I tell you, when I was a kid. I had one. My mum cooked me some fish fingers as I was like eight, and one of them had a, like a grey bit in it, and it just, it, it, I, I couldn't eat a fish finger for another 20 years after that. And I have them now, and I think I like the idea of them, but they're not, I don't really like fish. I don't really like bread. You don't like fingers. I don't like breadcrumbs, and I don't kind of like rectangular food. So it's <laughs> not. like long food. It's not ticking tick a lot of boxes mm. for me, Kerry. Well, this is about what Kerry likes, not what you like. I do, you're right, Kerry. Well, OK, well, maybe I like Kerry's mum. Let's move on to his mum, Kerry. What's your mum called, Kerry? Uh, her name's Elizabeth. 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 It's not the Queen, is it? No. OK. Different one. It's curtains for you, Elizabeth, my dear. It's not is a threat to your mum, by the way. Is she an Elizabeth, or is she a Lizzie? She's or a, a Liz, or a Betty, she's a Betty. or a Betsy? Uh, she's an Elizabeth. Okay. You a little bit pissed tonight, Kerry? Did you just say her name was Elizabeth? Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> say her name again. Say her name again. Elizabeth. Yeah, we are. And what's you're not? By the way, you've not got like some brain condition, have you? Before I mock your slurred speech any further. <laughs> no. Thank God. Okay, he's a bit. No excuse. All right. And what's under the bed? God, do we want to know? Beer. Um, no, nothing under the bed. Nothing? Just, well, just general nonsense, do you know what I mean? That's what it's we want to know. Too, too much... Everyone's under their bed. Too much... You had a good night tonight, Kerry? Uh, yes, I have. What, what have you, um, been celebrating? Just life in general. <laughs> fish fingers. Go, <laughs> is, this is why he's talking about fish finger sandwich, because he's drunk and that's what he's had yes, for his what's tea. In? Uh, well, you carry on celebrating, Kerr. Yeah, you too. Be good. The, uh, thank you, you, mate. Be good, or we'll be, be turning Elizabeth. Be sober. Good evening, Charles. Good evening. What can um, we do for you? I just want to answer your uh, questions. Okay. So, just run them by me. What <laughs> is your favourite sandwich filling? Um, egg and crisp, I'd say. Oh, mate, really? It's nice, but you yeah, ca it can't be too warm. Uh, yeah, no, you want it fresh, yeah. Yeah, if it's warm, it gets a but bit farty, But when I'm at one of those buffets with all the... You know, the tiny sandwiches, that's yeah. normally what I'll go look for. Yeah, okay. What is your mother's name? Uh, her name's Louise, actually. Nice. Yeah. 
was a, an 80s kid. That is a classic 80s know. name. The Louises and the Claires and the Sarahs. <laughs> by the way, I'm just blocking someone who said... So I just, someone's just, they've only done one tweet, and the tweet is to us tonight, and it says, Ian and Kath, I'm switching off. I can't bear your anti-Trump propaganda any longer. <laughs> but what's your favourite sandwich? <laughs> we, haven't, we, haven't, we haven't even mentioned Trump, His favourite sandwich is beef. <laughs> beef. Or is it gammon? Beef. <laughs> and what's, uh, this is what I want. This is, the, this is the question I really want the answer to, Charles. I, I don't think know. we even mentioned Trump, did we? No, we've not mentioned him once. Um, what, is, what is under your bed? Um, okay, so numerous things, but I think the most exciting thing would be there's some champagne and bottles under there. Yeah. Yeah. A, pair, a pair of knickers? <laughs> no, sadly not. A pair of boxes? <laughs> no. Um, uh, what are those tube, those Pringles tubes that you hump? A flashlight. Is, it a, is there a flashlight? No. Okay. No. Do, you, do you want one? Because I'm, I'm trying to sell one. He's got oh, to make room God, for the I new one. I don't want a second-hand one. I'll <laughs> give it a good. I'll give it a good clean out. It's not second-hand. It's the. the I will give it. Uh, listen, this is passed. This has been passed down through my family oh, for generations. Free love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Go on. Yeah, they call it free love, don't they? They call it free love, man. Free <laughs> love. I will, I will, Charles, stay on the line. We're going get, to get your details. No, cut him off. Uh, and I will send that. That, that, uh, flashlight has been, was, was, uh, passed to me by my father, passed to him by his father, passed to him by his father, and handcrafted, handcrafted by his father and it's um lasted many many generations of brought a lot of pleasure to a lot of men a lot of lot of lonely men let's go to danny evening danny i'm a number 24 reporting for duty sir yeah and are you on speakerphone dan dan i am definitely not i'm on my mobile phone in the kitchen oh, you were further away from we the were phone very quiet star. wasn't it <laughs> oh i'm holding the phone down by my lap which had the speaker on louder oh hold danny. on let me check no it's, it's not on speakerphone Okay. Very annoying. Danny, you are one of our favourites, despite your... It's, no, because of your, um, your ir ir irascible, cheeky wit. You're like a little... You're like Oliver, the uh, Cockney rascal. The Cockney... The Cockney shit. <laughs> Oliver. I'm begging your pardon, sir. We like, we like you a lot, Danny. You're one of our favourites. This is why we gave you one of the highest... Um, numbers known to mankind, certainly within our number system on this on this planet, um, on our membership cards. People keep asking us, "When can I get a membership card?" No, no, that, yeah. that's done. I've got a few spares that I will be auctioning off. There, that's my pension. A few spares, but no, there might be some platinum cards coming at some point in the near future. But but let's be honest, we only did them for Danny. We, just we only to. did them. We just wanted to reach out to, to Danny. And if you come to Cambridge, I'll come and see you. Yeah. Or you could you could you could come and see us at one of our other venues that we're doing, like London or oh. Dorset. You could have come to Luton, that's near it. You could have come to Luton, yeah. Lovely. Yeah. We'll do one day. Hey, do you know what? The place in Luton is quite nice. It's quite posh. It is nice because Luton's a dump. Uh -huh. But this is a nice... Well, uh, Cambridge has its moments. This is a nice venue. This is a nice... No, the Cambridge is nice. Not all of it is. But yes, it is. No, it ain't. Yes, it... No. Well, but the fact that you say ain't means you don't know anything about um, uh, urban trends. I know. I know, I know. Uh, I'm afraid you don't, actually. I, I, Cambridge... used to, I used to work at Q103 Cambridge. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, okay. You Okay, right, fine. So you know all about I it. I know all you about know the all dark of, side. You know all about it. I know it, all mate. about no, the you streets. You don't. You don't. Because those, the local, what local radio news does is they focus on the dark side. They don't celebrate... 
the good side. So your your whole show is funded. Your whole station was funded by the dark side, um, and that you should be ashamed. No, it wasn't. Of that. It was be- the yes, better music mix. We weren't really bothered about the dark side. Well, okay. Yeah. But it's a great... Cambridge is a great place, Danny, and everybody, um, welcome to Cambridge. It's a great place. Hooray. Love- What's your mum's name? I don't name? live in Cambridge. Oh. I, I don't live in Cambridge. I live in God Manchester. Oh. But near Cambridge. You oh. live in Manchester? God Manchester. God Manchester? Mm. What's that? It's a place. No. Yeah. Shut up. Got a river. There's a place called God Manchester. Yes. Manchester with God in front of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flipping heck, man. It used to be G-U-D, I think good. So they it. All right, I'm getting bored of this little geographical geographical historical bullshine. What is your mother's name? Uh, which everybody calls her Moody, but her name's Anna. Why are they, why are they calling her Moody? Uh, M O O G I E Moody. It's Ferengi for mother, apparently. No, that in Star Trek, the ones with the big ears. I thought it sounded good. Has she got big ears? <laughs> no, she's only four feet uh, eight. She couldn't support a big ear. She couldn't support a big ear. You, no one is four for eight. Not even babies. Their lungs. <laughs> Not even a, babies. A four for eight person, their lungs couldn't support them. Their lungs would yeah. be the size of a pea. I mean, my mum's a Wow. Okay. All right. And what is under your bed, Danny? Up, up until recent, and when I tell you this, no crying, please. There was a boxed Dreamcast and a, a boxed Spectrum forty eight K flat. Um, and. and Danny, I hate to, I hate to ask this question, but where are they now? Um, Tony has got the Dreamcast, and the Spectrum didn't work, so I took the innards out and put a Raspberry Pi in it. Uh, that I respect. So, what does your Spectrum do now? Seven thousand games. Well played, Danny. Well played, Danny. We'll take that. Uh, that that we, we'll, we'll take that. Well, that is well played. Thank you, Danny. Enough of those boring questions. Let's get down to the um, the, the fun. Do ladies wear belts? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. Kick off your slippers. Don't go to bed. The party is just starting. You can sleep when you're dead. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if uh, you want to give us a call. I don't know. It feels like a slightly lacklustre start to the show, but rowing legend James Cracknell is set to dance on this year's Strictly uh, a year after his now estranged wife barred him. <laughs> Beverly Turner, forty-five, outlawed James, forty-seven, from the show, saying she didn't want him having quotes some Russian fanny in his face every week. I like Beverly Turner. She follows me on Twitter. I like Beverly Turner. She follows me too. She's good. Was it just the Russian fanny or any fanny? Just the Russian one. Okay. But two-time Olympic gold medalist James is keen to live up to his surname. Cracknell. Oh. I made that up. Is now said to be keen to give it a go. (laughs) What? Russian? I'll give it a go. In the face, is it? Yeah, I'll give it a go. Following their split in April after 17 years of marriage, producers have sent a professional dancer to the dad of three's home for a formal pairing test. Just send a, I'm sure you just send a brochure. Send like a, a PDF file. I'll take that one, please. Um, uh, a BBC One source said James has always been interested in doing reality TV, but after getting off with Strictly Come Dancing last year, Beverly put her foot down. Um, she always, they've just put this in again. She always trusted James, but she told pals she didn't want some Russian fanny in his face every week as part of the competition. Ah, she told pals. So someone's made it up. The source added, now they're not together. James wants to go on the show. He thinks it'll be good for his profile. He's not signed the contract yet, but everybody's keen. 
The irony is that because of his height, he'll probably be paired with one of the taller statuesque dancers. Beverly's fears may yet come true. Let's go to Gary. Good evening, Gary. Hello, how are you? I'm very, very well, Gary. What can we do for you at 24 minutes to midnight? I know, yeah. I was just having a bit quick shave, as I do before I go to work uh, tomorrow morning. So, uh... I listened to the last five or six minutes of the show, so I haven't listened to the rest of it. Good, it was been awful, thank you. We were just waiting for you, Gary, to be honest. Good shave, good shave? Uh, a bit like that, um, that recent Daniel, um, uh, what's his name, film, uh, it seems to have no thread. Um, well, Daniel, Daniel, well, you're, the, 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 uh, good shave. Daniel Day-Lewis, uh, was it a good shave? It was all right, yeah. Because some shaves don't take. Some no, shaves no. you don't get close, some shaves you get too close and you get a few nicks, and some shaves... Mwah! Bellissimo! Just That's perfect. Shave the night before, just in case I do again. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're absolutely right. Shave the night before in case it's up. I've got a trapped hair just just there under my jawline, and I can't. It's been there for about six weeks, and I can't get it out. It's, it's so deep under the skin, Gary. Yeah. If I pick at the skin and reveal the bloody mass, right? Yeah. I, I can't see the hair, but it's there! It's right. causing this, a lump. This is the no thread line I was talking about. So uh, I rang you up a few months ago, yes. and uh, you dissed me for this, but, so I'll try it again. Okay. Right. Uh, great, really great songwriters, some of them I really love, and some of the world really loves, but aren't the best singers. Uh. <laughs> now listen, I like this. Gary came on and tried this three or four, two or three months ago, I remember it. Came yeah. on and tried it, it sank. And he's, he is coming back... Again, it's like when you see the same people on Britain's Got Talent at the auditions every year. Yeah. And I respect those people more than I respect Simon Cowell. Do you know what it reminds me of, that yeah. joke about the snail that gets thrown over the fence? Have you heard that one? No, go on. And then, like, a year later, there's a knock at the door. And you open the door and the snail's there and he says, what do you do that for? Or, or, or we could continue to talk about your hair on your chin if you want. Or, or do what? Are you dissing the hair on the chin? It's a great topic. It, here's the thing, ingrowing hair, it's not on the chin, if you listen, it's under the jaw. Yeah. Ingrowing hairs, it's, this is my topic, I like <laughs> this guy, I respect it. <laughs> ingrowing hairs affect between 1 and 100% of men in this country, and women are affected by them too. It's a great issue that we don't talk about. I can't, I can't support any ingrowing hair charities, I'm a member of Shart, but it's a great problem, people don't talk about it, and we need to, why are we echoing, Gary? Most things... Uh, most things affect between one and one hundred percent of people, don't they? No, they don't. Most he's things finding holes most, in your no, That's incorrect. Most things affect between zero and one hundred percent. And here's the thing I've noticed. Here's the thing I've noticed, Gary. You do not answer a direct question, do you? Um, I think it's blue. There we go. You see. Yeah, you, here we go. All right. So let's hear <laughs> your um, topic again. Let's see. Let's see if we can breathe some life into this old corpse. Let's see if we can get <laughs> Nana back up and dancing one more time. Right. I I've seen him loads of times. I'm a massive fan of his. My wife will never go to his gigs. He's known around the world as the boss. He's the best, one of the best songwriters in the world. Bruce Springsteen. Great si one of the best singers. Great. He's a great singer. I think he is, but... Mm, no, he's a great singer. I mean, my wife this is this one. That she well, your wife is wrong. Divorce okay. her. Okay, all right. Your wife is wrong. She's, but I don't think... I think he's a terrible songwriter, but I do... Why are we echoing? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm on a, a mad line in my living room, so it must be you. No, it, no, 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 no. It must be you. Okay. Second one. <laughs> the best songwriter... This guy, this guy has just got his head down, he's, he's not making eye contact, Climbing and he's on. just, he's just, he's just, he's, he's like, I'll tell you what he's like. He's like, um, the fellas on World's Strongest Man that are pulling, um, the bus. 
yes. with their teeth. They just crouch down and they're pulling. They can see the finish line and they go, I must not stop. If I stop, <laughs> if I stop, I won't get going again. I've got to keep going. All right. <laughs> I'll keep going. All right. The world's best ever songwriter? Neil Diamond. No, Bob Dylan. Incorrect answer. It's ne Oh, come on. You're saying... I, I like Bob Dylan. And you're saying he's, his songs are better no. than Neil Diamond? No, I'm saying his, his voice... No, no, incorrect. You called him the world's best songwriter. Regarded as the world's best songwriter. By whom? Uh, he got, he got, By Gary. He got a Nobel Prize for it. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. He did. No, he didn't. What did he get a Nobel Prize for? For, uh, for poetry. Is that not words? It's not songs. Is it words? It's not songs. You said he's the world's best songwriter and he won it for songs. He didn't it. win I, it for songs. I said he's regarded as the world's best No, but then you cited the then you cited his Nobel Prize, which is not for he did for not words. win the Nobel Prize for songs. He won it for words. He won it, Catherine, can you look it up? I think it was literature, right? He yeah. didn't win it for songs. Are songs not literature? No. No! He won it for po- I think he won it for poetry. It wasn't literature. It was poetry. Poetry is not songs. Catherine, tell me what Bob Dylan won, won a Nobel looking, Peace Prize I'm for. I'm looking it up now. For literature. For literature. Literature is not songs. So he did yeah. not win that for songs. Next. My point is he's got no. a voice. No! Your point is- is- your point is- is moot. And I wish you were moot. He did not win the Nobel Peace Prize for literature for his songs. And he is- he is- he is not regarded by by many as the world's best songwriter. I've given you a songwriter who's better. Nobody ever uses the word moot. You're the only person who uses that. You've used it. You've just used it now. Stop, listen. You used it before. Stop putting a dead cat on the table. Stop doing smoke and mirrors. Right, okay. My, 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 my third pun. No, you, hang on a minute. Well, hang on. I'm, I'm, I'm carry on. Yeah, yeah. No, hang but on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. We might. We just just let you know. Steve, our guest is going to be a little bit late. He's he's stuck in L.A. traffic. <gasps> stuck Ooh, in L.A. traffic. Glamorous. Isn't that great? Well, isn't that great? He's stuck in L.A. traffic. Dude, I love it. Um, he's not the world's greatest songwriter by quite some stretch. He's also a really good singer when he tries. Good. So, no, what? no, 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 don't say good, because you, you, you're putting forward these things, but then you're not engaging. You are supposed to be naming songwriters who are good songwriters, but bad singers. That's what I'm well, trying to do. Well, when are you going to start doing it? Okay, Mark Knopfler. Oh. Terrible song. He's a terrible songwriter. He's a great songwriter. No, God, no, he's not. <laughs> he is one of the worst. Mark Knopfler. That's some of the highest selling albums ever. In does it? Oh, life. mate, mate, Mrs. Mills sold more than Sgt. Pepper, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Which is the best? Which is best? Well, Sergeant Pepper's better. Well, exactly. So the no what it means is the number of sales is irrelevant. Really? Yes. So I can write one song and sell one copy and be the best song in the world, and that's better than anything Lennon McCartney's ever done. Yeah, if it if was it, a good song. If, yeah. If, if, as you said, it's the best song in the world, then yes. <laughs> no, that's, that's nonsense. Right, no, that's no, no, no. It's not nonsense, right? <laughs> The biggest, you know, the Beach Boys' biggest selling yes, single. I'm a big fan. I know loads about the Beach Boys. Probably. More All right, fine. The probably. Whoa! Whoa! Let me get my measuring tape out. <laughs> Just remind me. Sorry, Gary. Gary, sorry, mate. How many times have you met Brian Wilson? Uh, once. Okay. Okay. Did he sing for you? Uh, we sang. We, oh, that did. No, no, no. When when you met him, I assume you met him in a room on your own with maybe just two other people, yeah. 
right, because I met him in a room on my own with just two other people, and he sang for me twice. Um, okay. I, I, I didn't need him to sing for me. No, of course you didn't. Of course, I didn't need him to. He just offered. He just said, oh, he just asked me what my favourite song was. I told him, and he, he said, oh, it's a great song, and he sang it. He, I, he I, needed, I, 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 I didn't need him to sing it. He needed to sing it. I, he needed I, to I, sing I, I, it. Thank you, Brian, for all you've done for me. Oh, life. you massive bum lick. I, I pulled him up on a few things. Brian ever phoned <laughs> you at home? Has Brian ever phoned you at home? Uh, no. Unlucky, mate. No. He's phoned me no. at home. Okay. No, right. So what is the Beach Boys' biggest selling single? Everyone will think Good Vibrations. Everyone I'll will think that. I'll go for Heroes and Villains. In, oh, Heroes and Villains. So good Vibrations, number one all around the world. Heroes and Villains got to what chart position in the Billboard charts? A four. Incorrect. Fourteen. <laughs> um, I mean, don't come on and say you know everything about the Beach Boys to me, buddy. Got to number fourteen. Okay. All right, okay. Um, wh uh, why did, uh, why did um, Brian hold back on releasing it and what prompted him to release it when he did? It was the Beatles album. Incorrect answer. It was the bad vibes, and he released it when he got a phone call from his uh, uh, astrologer at midnight saying, "Now." That's when he released it. So, what, what was the name of his astrologer? Sorry, what's the name of his astrologer? That's irrelevant in this conversation. Okay. What was the name of the fitness shop he opened up in Hollywood? Uh, the Brian's Fitness Shop. The Radiant Radish. Mate, seriously, this is a battering. This is a, a pummeling. Yeah, the biggest yeah. selling Beach Boys single is Kokomo. Good to know. I'm not a bumlick then. Um, it's Kokomo. Yeah. Right. Aruba. And, uh, and you're telling me, you're telling me that because that sold the most, that's the best Beach Boys single. But that wasn't, that wasn't uh, written by, uh, Brian Wilson. No, 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 no. He didn't, he didn't it was, it was, a, it was the beat, it's the Beach Boys. Doesn't matter who wrote it, it's the Beach Boys. You're telling me, Brian Wilson by your argument, by your argument, by your, he's in the video, by your argument, by your argument, that Kokomo, because it sold the most, and Mark Knopfler sold loads, so he's, his records are good, because it sold the most, Kokomo is better than Don't Worry Baby? Kokomo is better than Good Vibrations? Kokomo is better than Hush Your Mouth, Bigger Than Fun, Better Than Fun, Fun, Fun? Are you sure, Gary? Oh, blimey, should we move on to Bono, then? Let's keep going, mate. This is, so far, you, you, you're just striking out every single time here, okay. <laughs> Oh, well, gone then. Oh, I'm waiting, for, I'm, waiting for, I'm waiting for you to start telling me good songwriters that are crap singers. Yeah, Bono. Thank you very much for your call, sir. I mean, really? He's, he's now citing Bono? Wow. Try, try again in a couple of months. I might have softened by then. 0344 499 is the telephone number. This is Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344 499 What do you bring to this party, young lady? How about a nine-day erection? <laughs> expecting that. Nor was he. I was not expecting that. Wow. 35-year-old man. You think highly of yourself, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Moped accident led to, and oh. this is a quote from the Daily Star, so please forgive me, it's their yeah. language, not mine. Yeah. Moped accident led to nine-day hard-on. Oh. A freak injury led to a bloke suffering, an, suffering a nine-day erection after he crashed his moped. Yeah, 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 the 35-year-old man, an unnamed Briton, cited in the medical journal Case Reports in Urology, was walking around with a grade four erection. Now, hang on a minute. We can grade our erections now? I mean, the I'm... The strongest type on the erection hardness score. Wow. I'm yeah. normally a sort of 0 0.6 these days. A scale used by doctors to measure them. Dirt, dirty doctors, horny doctors. <laughs> Nine consecutive days. 
Amazingly, he suffered no pain beyond a mild discomfort in walking. Did he, would he not get a headache or something? Or, or, or pass out? You'd think, wouldn't you? Did he try and get rid of it in the traditional method? <laughs> well, let's have a read okay, on. Okay, let's see. read on, let's read on. This the could problem be started when he was involved in a road accident which led to him bruising his perineum, his taint, if you will. Okay, okay. Which is, for the uninitiated, the area immediately behind the scrotum. Can you just, can we just notice, guys, I've kept this very much above the waistline tonight. It's Catherine who's gone to the genitalis. Well, I think this is an interesting medical study. Yeah. Bruising in the area led to blood being forced into his penis, where it was an, unable to escape naturally. Ooh. Could you not nick it, little prick? Priapism, the condition where an erection refuses to die down naturally, will eventually correct itself <coughs> more often than not. But in this case, it was decided that surgery was the only course of action. You're going to slice your shaft open and let the blood flow into this cup. Let your blood flow like a bird on a breeze. The journal noted a 35-year-old gentleman presented nine days following a fall from a moped when he sustained bruising to his perineum but no other significant injuries. I'm very suspicious. Did he have like five boxes of Viagra in his <laughs> mouth at the time that was forced to swallow in one go? Since the incident, he developed a persistent priapism that was non-painful with just mild discomfort on walking. Make the most of it. He had no lower urinary tract symptoms. Rent himself out. On examination, what is a co-hanger. There was a grade 4 erection with a rigid base and shaft with slight dorsal curvature of 10 degrees which was non-tender. Could you just read that last sentence again for some of the boys and girls at home? <laughs> Would you mind? <laughs> On examination, there was a grade 4 erection hang with a minute, rigid hang base. We've got, we got to do this uh, we've got to do this properly because we're, we're missing we, we, we need to get... Um, you got the Dr. Kildare music. Yeah, I've got something like that. Okay. We need to get as many listeners as we can, and I think this is, I think this is it. Here we go. This, 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 this should do. If we go here, let's just get rid of, skip this advert. I've got a feeling this is going to be, this is going to be the one that does it for us. We go back here. Here we go. Oh, that's an advert for crying out loud, <laughs> guys. Get ready. Here we go. On examination, there was a grade 4 erection with a rigid base and shaft with slight dorsal curvature of 10 degrees, which was non-tender. There was a superficial hematoma present to the scrotum and base of the penis. Oh, yeah. A discussion was held with the patient regarding the options of embolization of both Touch internal pudendal arteries versus conservative management, along yeah. with the risks of each. The patient opted for embolization. Mm. Embolization is usually a minor surgical procedure to prevent blood flow to an area of the body which can often shrink a tumour or an aneurysm. The intervention in this case was designed to prevent a longer-term problem. Potential risk of erectile dysfunction needs to be borne in mind, particularly if multiple feeding arteries are present, with selection of absorbable material being recommended in this instance. Timely intervention needs to be considered to avoid the potential risk of erectile dysfunction in the long term for conservative measures. So, now you know... There's a CT scan showing the blockage. That seems to be the problem, nurse. God. Oh. 
So when I do my moped test on Thursday on, and they ask what the possible I'm problems I could encounter would be, I could say a nine-day hunt. Right, he needs his inhaler. <laughs> Give over! Do you want to puke? Come on, stop it. Oh, so I stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Will you put that away? I just hear the ending. Anyway, make sure he enjoys himself. like that in the gym though to be honest that's me on the lavy <laughs> the thing is he was, the, the whole thing he was too close to the microphone yeah, he so he like wasted blowing that. a balloon up he wasted it it was a waste <laughs> it was a right waste uh thank you uh for that story catherine that's yeah, uh, something for all it? men if you've had an erection longer than that or shorter than that all the same time as that then give us a call <sighs> Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. Oh, I should just say there's five tickets left for our show in London in June. Five tickets left, um, and we've sold thirty one tickets for Dorset now. That's not too embarrassing. Yes, it still means there are one hundred and twenty six, but it's better than it was. If you want tickets for those and for Belfast, which is definitely happening, and for Bath, in, which is in September and has almost sold out. IanLee.com/slash event. Ian com slash event is the place to go and we're probably not adding any more dates until September, October. We're going to have a little break. This is the Late Night Alternative every weeknight from 10 with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle only on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I can't believe what I'm listening to. Hello? There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, it's where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on Down this road that never seems to end When you adventure lies just around the bend So if you wanna join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Until tomorrow, the whole world is my home So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat and come travel like that's old style Maybe tomorrow, I want to settle down Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on 
waiting to unfold A brand new tale no one has ever told We've journeyed far but you know it won't be long We're almost there we paid our fare with a hobo song Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down Here we go, here we go. 0344 Call our guest. My guest has just emailed. He has beaten the Los Angeles traffic and he is ready to come on the show. There we go. What a, that's that perfect, perfect timing. So, years and years ago, uh, I don't even remember when. I, I thought it was like when I was maybe 15 or something, but I think it was a little bit later. On one of these late night cabaret shows, maybe a Jonathan Ross show, it was on Channel 4. They showed this weird guy's weird turn called uh, Amazing Jonathan. And he was kind of this, this big, loud American. He had a headband and he was sort of doing magic, but it was magic that was kind of like screwed up and... Um, it was, the, the thing that really struck me is, however old I was when I saw it, was this thing he did, we had a, like a butcher's knife, and he would like, just, just run it around his arm and blood would come out. And he'd go, look, this is disgusting. Ah, look, it's not cutting through my skin, it's only fake, it's only fake. This is real. And then he'd shove the knife into his arm. And I'd, ne- uh, 20, 15, I don't know, I've got no idea how old it is. I'd never seen anything like it. And I remember laughing and laughing and thinking, this is... The maddest thing. Don't remember anything else about his act that night. Don't remember a single thing about his act that night. But I remember thinking, I want to do, I want that. I want to do that. I want to do that. And I was just getting into uh, acting and doing a bit of stand-up and all of that kind of stuff. And um, looking back now with, with older eyes, it ties in very nicely with a lot of the people that I like. It ties in very much with that kind of Andy Kaufman kind of vibe. There's that sort of element. Uh, yeah, the to awkwardness it. and the discomfort. The awkwardness, the discomfort, the just making... Tension. The, the tension turning the whole idea of what a show is on his head there's elements you can argue there's elements of tommy cooper in there you know the magic going wrong which of course was tommy cooper's shtick you can only do magic wrong if you're a brilliant magician tommy cooper's whole act was was doing tricks and them going wrong and there's a lot of that with um with amazing jonathan and you know what i i would never forgotten him he was always in the back of my head but sort of not really chased him up i hadn't fallen down an amazing jonathan um, rabbit hole, which which I do from time to time with various people. And then someone, I don't know who, someone sent me a link saying there's a film coming out about the amazing Jonathan uh, called uh, Always Amazing. I think I've got the title right. We'll find out in a second and speak to the director. Um, I was like, oh, mate, I'm on that. And I didn't know anything about the story. Didn't know anything about the story. And I, I got in touch with Steve Byrne, uh, who, who directed it, made it. He's a stand-up in the States, and he, this is his, I think this is the first film he's made. And he very kindly sent me a, 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 a screener so I could watch it. And I, I'm, I'm going to talk with Steve about how much we can spoil, because I didn't know the story, and it was there were some shocking moments. But, man, what a film. Let's just talk to Steve. There's me banging on about it. Good evening, Steve. 
Yo, how you doing? Thank um, you so much for having me. Appreciate uh, it. The brother, thank you for coming on. How, the, the, but me and Catherine, we're simple folk, Steve. We're simple country folk. Yes, we're working in, <laughs> in London, but we were so thrilled to hear you were stuck in L.A. traffic. How glamorous, Catherine! Oh, it's so much better than ordinary traffic. <laughs> Better than ordinary traffic. And I'm a simple person, too. I like ordinary traffic normally, but <laughs> L.A. traffic takes it up a notch. We, we got the steroids on, on traffic, so it's it awful out here. I hate it. Well, you listen, I, I, L.A. is... I, I love America. I'm a big fan of New York. Love Seattle, bizarrely. Love San Francisco. L.A., man. It's the one place I get there and my soul just sinks. I don't... There's a very strange vibe there. Is it still a dark vibe in L.A.? <laughs> Well, it's masked by the sunshine and palm trees, yeah. yeah. But it's there. That's Always what they there. do. Hey, listen, man, I loved your film so much, so much. I thought it was uh, it was beautiful. It was hilarious. Um, uh, you know, th th there are moments of, of intense and deep sadness in it. Why did you make it? Um, well, to escape probably the, the dread and sadness of Los Angeles, I think. But, <laughs> but ultimately... When I first started doing stand-up, I'm a New York comic, so I started in New York City, and... You know, you can only do so much in New York. I wanted to, I kind of wanted to explore and see the rest of the country. So I got offered two weeks back-to-back -back on the road at a club called Charlie Goodnights wow. in North Carolina. And my first week was with Brian Regan, and the second week was with the amazing Jonathan. And wow. Jonathan and I got along really well. I love watching him. And then Joel, the, uh, the kid that's in the film, yeah. who's not a kid anymore, we're around the same age. We're huge Oasis fans. So we were trading bootlegs back and forth to each other on CD. That's how long ago this was. Wow. So Joel and I got along really well, and then when I got my first TV set in Los Angeles, I came and crashed at Jonathan's couch, and the second time I came and did the same thing. So I got to know them pretty well, and every time I come out to L.A. or Vegas, I call them up, give them a ring, and hang out with them. So as a friend, when Jonathan announced he was retiring from stand-up due to cardiomyopathy, which is degradation of your heart, um, I was very sad for him, yeah. and then when he, you know, he's basically told you have a year to live, and he outlives expectations by three to four years at the time, he says, I'm going to make a return to stage and see if I still got it. I thought, that's such a great impetus to, like, what a great conduit into telling this story, yeah. and I thought, I'd love to see that documentary, and then I just thought, well, the hell with it, I'll just make it. So that's how it all kind of started. And this is, this is your first film, is that right? Yeah, never made a film before. You know, I, I had a, a show on television here in the States called Sullivan and Son. Yeah. It was on for quite a few years, and I just wrote and directed a feature film about my early years in stand-up. So at the time, I was very familiar with narrative and storytelling, and I read all the books on, you know, the story beats of, uh, of a film. Yeah. And I just thought, um, I, think I, I think I know how to tell this, and why not just do it by trial by fire? Well, it's work, man. It's such it's such a stunning film. We're, we're going to tell people how to get. Am I right? Are you giving this away for free? For free? Yeah. How are you? How is that feasible? Well, good for you. Well done. You know, well done. And, and, and when people say free, they think, oh, that's going to be a bit crap. Trust me, it's not. It's a proper movie. All right. It's not some um, homemade YouTube documentary about how nine <laughs> eleven was an inside job. This is a proper. <laughs> this is a proper movie. How are you? How are you affording to do that? Well, my wife's furious, but I <laughs> yeah, I was given the opportunity to... So, so the way that these things are structured, right, is yeah. that you could put them on a, on a platform like iTunes or Amazon and people rent them, right? And you get, a, you get like an upfront fee, which is like a third of what it costs to make. But I just thought... I, I made this film because I love the story and I want it to be seen. Wow. And for me, visibility was more important than anything. 
Um, so my good friend Bill Burr, who has a great um, YouTube channel called All Things Comedy, yeah. I'm good friends with those guys. I talked to them about the potential of seeing, you know, could we potentially put this on All Things Comedy? And they said, of course. So we thought, let's just launch it there. And it's today's the first day, and it's already up to like, you know, in just a few hours, it's like 12,000, I think. Oh, right mate, now. fantastic. Good. Uh, how how famous is Amazing Jonathan in the States? Is he is because over here he he popped up on TV definitely a few times in the nineties. I don't know if he popped up again. I don't know. You know, a few people I've mentioned know him. A few go, uh, who's that? It, how big was he in the States? Yeah, well, you know what? It's just like you said. I think there's a, there's an education process with with our film where we have to reintroduce like a younger generation of kids to Jonathan yeah. and who he is. But look, in the late 90s, early 2000s, when Comedy Central was a new network, Jonathan was one of the first comedians to have uh, a half-hour special that really popped. Wow. And he was touring heavily off of that special, but also the fact that he, um, he, he had two, uh, two that came out, I think, kind of back-to-back. It was called Lounge Lizards and then a half-hour. And due to the success of those, he was able to really just bunk up and stay in Las Vegas and become a, a Vegas headliner. And I don't think had he gotten sick, he'd be... Just as well known as Pendulette or Copperfield, maybe not Copperfield, but, but just, as, <laughs> just as well known as, as some of the other really yeah. relevant and prevalent magicians. Uh, but also, Jonathan is his own worst enemy, so maybe not. Mm. I don't know. I mean, that's exemplified in the film, too, you know? It has to be said, David Copperfield, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of David Copperfield. I, the, his hair is very dark for a man of his age. He's, that's, that's a great trick. Whatever he's doing there, he needs to keep doing that. Um, how easy was it to get, because Penn Jillette's in it, again, Penn and Teller, love them. Uh, how easy was it to get David Copperfield and, and, and Penn Jillette in the movie? Were they like straight away, yeah, of course we'll talk about him. Uh, yeah, I think they, they all, you know, they're all, there's this great community of uh, support and friendship between those guys, and there's very few people that have done what these guys have done year after year, still drawing and, be, and maintaining the relevance in Vegas. Uh, but I will say this, like, Copperfield could be the most spectacular man I've met in person when... Really? When he, you know, you go to his house, and he opens the door, and, I mean, the guy's a billionaire, and... And you walk in and you see this David Copperfield walk out. You're like, oh, my God, i got to sue my parents. This man is a different species. It's unbelievable. He is. He's one of the... I mean, he's he's ridiculously handsome. He hasn't aged at all in the last 30 oh. years. And, and I mean, and he's... I, I'm, I'm a big fan of... I love magic, Steve. I love it, which is partly why I was drawn to this. And we've got a friend who comes in, a guy called Pete Heat, and he does tricks on the radio. It almost works. Um, <laughs> and I, lo- I love the close-up magic. I love the card tricks. I love the, all of that stuff. But also those ridiculous huge tricks of flying and make it, walking through the Great Wall of China and making the Statue of Liberty disappear. That stuff is wonderful. Yeah, well, it's funny because even, you know, before you had me on, when you were talking about Jonathan the Knight through arm trick, mm. I've always been fascinated by that, and I've seen it a hundred times, and I'm like, my God, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And, it, and he says it's an illusion yeah. at the end, with the blood all there, but it still looks like it, and... I remember him telling me one day, he's like, he's like, I'll tell you what, how it's done, and you'll, you'll absolutely be let down. And I'm like, well, I don't want to be let down. I just, I would rather not know. Yeah. And I think that's, that's part of the fun of, like, being close with Jonathan and, and all these other magicians I met along the way is I'd rather keep the mystique and not know oh. what's going on behind the curtain, you know? Steve, do you know what? You're right. I, I, always, I always want to know how they do it. 
but I really, really don't want to know how they do it. I don't, I don't want them to tell me because I want to be, I become, when we have our friend come in, I become a 12 year old, 13 year old kid again. And I just sit there, don't I, Catherine, mm. with a huge grin on my face. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm like when they, you know, when they show tricks to dogs and they're just there with their tongue sticking out. That's me. <laughs> yeah, I love true. it. <laughs> uh, and he is, Jonathan. Just want another treat, another treat. Yes. And Jonathan, he is. I mean, he is a brilliant magician, isn't he? That's the thing. And some of the tricks w- looks like it goes wrong. A lot of them are gross. But he's an incredible magician. Well, what it is, is, and I think Copperfield touched on it in a really unique way, and that's why I was glad that he was able to lend his time to us, is that Copperfield really expressed the fact that, look, what Copperfield does in Las Vegas, he puts on almost like a Disney-esque production, right? There's yeah. a lot of production value and a lot of money invested in these illusions. And with Jonathan, he's more kind of like a... Like a duct tape and WD forty and yeah. slapping it kind of together as he goes, and there's a charm to that. There's a down to earthness to it, um, but I think it's also like something that lends to like who he is. And uh, there's also a lot of creativity that goes into these really, really just like makeshift productions. But for some reason, they're just damn entertaining. And yeah. I think he's a better comedian than he is a magician. And he even says that in the film. You know, there's. Um uh, listen, we have a lot of troubled entertainers over here from the 70s and 80s. I, I don't know if you've heard this. A lot of our big stars from the 70s and 80s were caught out doing terrible things with younger people. And, of course, we've all seen the Michael Jackson documentary. So yep. in the in your film, having not, know, not knowing the story, when Joel gets introduced, I'm thinking, oh, yep. God. Oh, no, this is going to take a dark turn. Joel's... How old is Joel when he meets... And by the way, it doesn't. It's actually... It it, it develops into a beautiful, beautiful kind of father-son, brother-brother, weird kind of but friendly relationship. How old is Joel, the young lad in Australia, when he meets... When he sees Jonathan for the first... Communicate to people who have no idea about the story, and I tell them, and they go, oh, no, oh, no. And I'm like, no, 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 it's not that. (laughs) So, you know, it's constantly like... It's so sad that that's, these are the times we live in where people instantly think, oh, this is going to be an ugly relationship. Yeah. But look, it's not, it's really beautiful. It. It's beautiful. It's like he, yeah, did, Joel, he kind Joel of sort of adopts him almost. Exactly, yeah. He really took him under his wing, and Joel was just enamored with Jonathan. I think that, that there are people like, you know, you read things about like Noel Gallagher when he's a kid and he picks up a guitar and he just they're just obsessed yeah, right yeah. and they know that's what they're going to do they don't need to go to college and i think joel is the same way i think joel saw jonathan and just said that's it for me i know what i'm doing yeah. and i think jonathan was so receptive to it and again knowing jonathan and given the description and characterization we give in the film he's the last guy in the world you think would do this yeah. and these guys on paper should never be in each other's lives but for some reason or another it works, and there's a deep affection and appreciation for each of them that they hold. And the shot, by the way, I have to, I have to say, Steve, we, we, we're on a seven-second delay here, so if anyone says a rude word, I press a dump button. And you just said, felt up against. And, bo- and we, we've had quite a few swearers recently, so I dumped you because we thought you said effed up, uh, which, which you didn't. So if anyone's listening wondering, where did those seven seconds go? It was just my nervous reaction when you said felt oh, up. No, okay. it's so not your... A, not your fault at all. It just might be me being nervous, Steve. That's all. Yeah, yeah, the loss in translation. Well, as a as a comedian that does morning radio every week in the States, yeah, I, I'm sorry about that. No, 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 but you're, don't you're punch in the last thing you want to touch. We've, we've had some, some potty mouth people on recently, so that was that. Um, the, the scenes um, towards the end where it's Joel and it's Jonathan sat together, 
And, I mean, he looks tired. And I, 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 I'm sure. deliberately not giving away too much. I, you give away as much as you want, but I'm kind of holding back a little bit in case you, you know, you, you want to... say whatever you'd like. Okay, well, the, 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 there is a... All right, there is an incredibly moving bit, which I didn't see coming. It's an incredible scene, actually. An incredible scene in any film. And you've got all the glitz, you've got the glamour, you've got the drugs, you've got the beautiful women. And then there's a scene where, where Jonathan is sat on stage uh, with an audience and he says, uh, so anyway, I'm dying... And I've got, I've been told I've got a year to live. And the audience start laughing. And, yep. he, goes, and he goes, no, 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 no. Again, this is kind of the Kaufman thing. He goes, no, 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 no. It's, it, it's not a joke. It's not funny. I'm dying. One woman titters. He goes, seriously, this, I, I'm, I'm dying. What, what was that? What was that event? Because that was incredible to see that. Yeah, that was an event held in Las Vegas where they have folks in the community, entertainers, uh, relevant folks within the community because what you learn in doing something like this is vegas is a very very small town right. they're very communal and they're very supportive of one another and jonathan being the vegas headliner that he was wanted to make a formal announcement to the community and his friends and let everybody know that and again jonathan is we we go into it where jonathan is known for his pranks and yeah. and pranks on people that a woman in, in just naturally thought oh he's pulling another one yeah, of he's being jonathan and then when it turns serious, yeah, I think that's when you really see it. And look, Joel and Jonathan are both as, as funny and as entertaining and as uh, personable as they are. They're very inhibited and recluse in terms of their emotions. Mm. So that, there's a scene where I had them, I was filming them the whole time when we were doing these shows and stuff, and I was just like, man, every time I ask them questions about one another, I'm trying to get them to really give me something. Uh, with some emotional stakes to it, something, and neither of them would really show their cards. So I had that. I was I was flying out to go do the show and do the billing, and I read this exercise about people that write a letter to somebody to someone else who means something and has had an impact on their life. But instead of sending it to them, they'll knock on the door and they'll actually read it to that individual. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought that's what I got to do. And so at the end of the film. These two wrote read letters to yeah. each other, oh, and that's, that's that. how that happened. That's so. that. Wow. Um, he, he's told he's got a year to live. He lives longer than that, uh, and it's it's, yep. it's 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 his heart condition. That's through drug abuse, is it? No, the cardiomyopathy, I believe, is is just one of those things oh. that happened to him. What what actually is um, what's accelerating all this is the diabetes and the drug addiction. Right. And what's sad is that his doctor said if you go cold turkey on the drugs. Your body will go into shock. Yeah. So it's almost like you got to keep doing it, which <laughs> he thought, okay, great. That's great news. But, like, imagine being his wife. She's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's the last thing she wants to hear, you know? Yeah, let's get some more um, cracking. I need crack. Otherwise, I'm going to die, guys. That's uh, the thing. <laughs> Doctor's <laughs> orders. Doctor's orders, yes. Doctor's orders. You're the good doctor. But what's honestly keeping alive, and I think these are one of those things, narratively, that as a filmmaker, you wonder, is this worth putting in or not? And there's a lot of things we had in that we didn't put in. Mm. But... What's keeping him alive, I think, is he's taking stem cells that are delivered from Mexico into Las Vegas. Wow. And he's taking stem cells, and that's somewhat repairing his body. Wow. And keeping him alive. But again, I don't know that he's doing this with somebody that is, um, you know, really, really particular with this. I think it's kind mm. of like scattershot and seeing what works. Yeah, and yeah. for some reason or another, it has worked. But I do know that... He is progressively still, even though he's repairing himself, you know, for every step forward, he takes taken two steps back as mm. well. Um, is he still doing shows now? When were the live shows that you, you, you went and filmed with him and Joel? When were they? And is he still doing shows? 
Sure. Those sh- those shows that we showcased um, were two two years ago. Okay. Um, and in the aftermath of those two shows, the following year, he did one show, I think, every two months. Okay. And then I talked to him the other day, and I said, are you still thinking of trying to get to do shows? And he said, no, I, I think I'm done now. Oh, so but that was a real concern. When, we, when he was saying, I'm going to make my return to stage, and you see what a force of nature he was yeah. early on in his career, you know, that's an accelerated heart rate when you're performing like that. And it was a real, it was a serious concern that this guy may die literally right in front of our eyes while he's performing. And I was very nervous as a, as a, as a friend, but then as someone documenting it, if, if that's the case, how do you relay the story? I, I was very, I, I was hoping it wouldn't happen, you know? Mm. Well, while you're talking, I've just got the trailer. I've got, I'm going to retweet the, the, the link to the film in a bit. It's free, guys. It's free. It's, it, it's worth every penny. And I'm just watching the trailer, and it is... He's just hit his assistant in the nose with some nunchuckers. It is, <laughs> it is, it is that the kind of very popular in the nineties. That kind of very fast, very sweaty, very loud, frenetic. In he, he, he is, he was, he is, he will be, whatever. You know, just a wonderful, wonderful, unique performer. One of the sure we've all seen magicians, and they're all kind of a they're all kind of a similar thing. We've all seen comedians; they're all kind of a similar act. You know, there may be a few variations, but there are a handful of people throughout time like jonathan who are completely unique who are completely unique yes and i think you capture this um i think you capture this in the film thank you so much for making it steve it it was it was beautiful and i say i was in tears at the end because i didn't know that he was dying i didn't know he was ill i thought it was going to be a jolly romp and 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 here's my latest tour that this is film is being done to promote and then when he that he sat there going i've got a year left to live oh i was gone mate i was gone i was in yeah. floods of tears it, it, it it's it's some story that you and you've told it absolutely beautifully you should be very proud of it well, I cannot thank you enough. That, that's very high praise. I, you know, when when you, when I saw you uh, tweet something, I, I looked you up obviously and just thought, "Wow, this is a hey. very established gentleman, <laughs> quite a career, and continued success to both of you." And and I was uh, I was there about a year and a half ago, opening for the Impractical Jokers, the good friends on this UK tour, and I'll be oh. back. I believe this October. I'll whoa, be whoa, 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 Steve! Well, you're coming in then, Steve. Steve. We are we are kidnapping you. We we don't have guns in this country. Don't worry, you'll be safe. Okay. <laughs> but we have nunchuckers and we have we have rope. We have psychological torture, dude. You're coming in one night, and if you're not coming in, we're going to come out and meet you one night. You're you come and be on the show, Steve. It's yours. Sure. Yeah. I, I'd love to. I, I have. We have each other's emails, so I will definitely be in touch. Oh, with fantastic! Uh, right, if I can get Sal to jump on with me too. Can, can make, so listen, you you can't bring whoever you want. We'll go out. We'll, you'll go out and do a lunch. You can come in the studio, whatever you want. It will be a thrill to meet you, Steve, because this film is an absolute joy. It's called Always Amazing. It's on All Things Comedy, the All Things Comedy YouTube channel. I'm going to tweet it again in a minute. It's at Steve Byrne Live B Y R N E Live. I'm going to tweet all of this in a second, but it's free man it's free and, and and thank you for doing it for free because you know every, everybody's it's all microtransactions everybody's trying to make a buck i'm sure it's, this cost you a few quid to make so um it's a really noble thing to just want to get the story out this thing what else are you working on now what's the next what's the next project well i just wrote and directed a feature film about my early years in stand-up comedy it takes place over four days and about a young kid pursuing his bliss and you know the temptations of of pursuing your dreams and then the reality of you got to pay the bills and having a corporate job, yeah. whatever, just a nine to five. And 
it, it was produced by my good friend Vince Vaughn. Um, it'll be coming out. Oh, 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 early well, hang on, hang on, Steve. No, I'm sorry. I can't. We can't. We can't allow that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Okay, my, sorry. my good friend Vince Vaughn, star of Dodgeball. You can't. You can't just toss that out there, buddy. Come on, Vince Vaughn. <laughs> wow. Well, <laughs> well, that yeah. You know, he's very. He was a producer on my TV show here in the states called Sullivan and Son, and. We've been friends for, I guess, maybe like 10 or 15 years. I love yeah. uh, Vince Vaughn, man. Anything he's in, just, he just lightens it up. All right. Well, this, and when is that coming out? Have you got a date for that yet? I believe that'll come out early 2020, and it's a ton, ton of great stand-up comedians. Actually, I, Jimmy Carr was close to being in it, but wow. could make his schedule work when he was here in the States. So, wow. Uh, there you I'm go. Always by that. Steve, listen, it's such a thrill to talk to you. The film is always amazing. I'm going to tweet the links in a bit. Go on YouTube. All things amazing. Amazing Jonathan. You'll find it. Uh, best of luck with the film, Steve. And we, we, I look forward to shaking your hand later in the year. Well, it, it's, it, the shake in the hand comes with me providing you with a shot of Jameson. Both, okay? Okay. That's, that's the deal. Steve, Steve, listen, let me tell you. I'm an alcoholic and a drug addict. You, uh, let's, make it, let's make it a shot of Coke. I'll, I'll take the Jameson. Catherine will take the Jameson. <laughs> She's in. Steve, it's okay. so nice to talk to you, man. We'll speak to you soon. All right. Love to you both. Thanks so much. Thank you Bye. very much. What a nice guy. It's such a good film. Honestly, it's such a good film. You are in for a treat. It's free. I love that. Just wanted to get the story out there. Just, yeah, I could have put it on this and made a, uh, some of the money back. Could have put it here. Made, just want to get the story out there. And then did you hear what the second film is about? Yeah. It's about, you know, people making things because yeah. they have to make them. Mm, I completely get mm, it. Mm, I brilliant. like him. Mm -hmm. And he Googled us. And he still came on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tweet out that film, um, 0344 499 1000. We've got the last 30 minutes of the show. This is Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. All right, I'm just, I'm just tweeting the link. Oh, there we go, of course. Tweet, there we go. I'm just tweeting the link. There uh, we go. There we go. go. Go on YouTube, search for the amazing, uh, always amazing, uh, free, free film. I'm still getting my head around that. I just really wanted the story to be told. Sorry? What? You're doing it for free? Wonderful. It's so good. It's so, so good. And I really hope that, um, uh, that people love it. Oh, look, there we go. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, right, last 30 minutes of the show. That's inspired me, that people making stuff for the sake of making stuff yeah. and the sake of selling, telling a story. Hey, yeah, yeah, I want to make a move. I, well, the closest I came was that monkey, that little short 20-minute monkeys film that I made, which I'm very proud of. You know, it's not, it's not up to the standard of that, but I'm very proud of where I went to a monkeys convention and filmed a load of monkeys fans and a, a couple of monkeys, and it was, it was a nice, cute little film. And when you say you film them, you film them. Oh, you I filmed the it. Yourself. Well, this was the thing. I didn't edit it, because editing I can't do. I can't get my head around how you've got hours and hours of footage or audio, and then you put it into a story. I can never see the story. You can with audio, mm -hmm. so I give it to you, and a guy, a friend, Jonathan Sloman, or a guy I met, and said, I've got all this video, and I don't know what the story is. Could you do it? And he, I gave him a few quid, and he, he said, right, I think I've got these kind of threads, and he edited it, and it was great. He did a, he did a great job. But yes, I, I went there with a, with a video camera and a microphone and a couple of lenses. I didn't know how to use any of this stuff. I had a quick crash course the week before I went with a cameraman saying, right, you use this lens for this and this lens for that, and I'm writing it all down. I don't really remember any of it. Um, and I was in a hotel room, and I was just charging all this stuff up, and I'd go out there with, with microphones and, and all of that, and, and keeping my fingers crossed 
that I get something and I got some pretty good stuff. Some of it's a little bit out of focus. Some of it's a little bit out of focus. Hey, that's a first go though. Yeah. That's pretty it's good. It's not bad. I should do another one. I mean, it was only five years ago. Well, you know that normally when people make films, there's more than one person. Yeah. There's a reason oh, for that. Oh, yeah, there is normally one. That's true. It was me. And, and I, I, the worst, it was going up, people going, um, uh, uh, can, I, can I film you for my documentary, please? <laughs> Most people were great. But it's, oh, it's, God. It's, You're lucky with Americans though, because they're always ready to go on camera. Yeah, aren't they? exactly. Exactly. It's a nice little film. I should retweet that out. Right. Onwards and upwards, dear listener, now's a great time to give us a call if you want to. Let's go to everyone's favourite pain in the arse. It's Mo! You're right. I'm alright, Mo. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling alive. I'm feeling good. I'm alive and hey. I'm good. And do you want to do accent, t- accent test? So I do an accent and you guess it. Uh, okay, so you're going to do an accent. So Mo is going to do an accent and we're going to guess it. Away you go. Okay. You're right, guys. So, do you have any chips and gravy because my oven's broke? So, any chips and gravy because my oven broke? Um, and the way you did it... Is it Pakistani, Mo? Let me do one more time, okay? Okay, yep. You're right, Dad. Have you got any chips and gravy because my oven's broke? Now, the inclusion of Bab would lead one to suggest that he was trying Birmingham, but that can't be right, can it? It's not Birmingham, is it, Mo? Yeah. Whoa, Gosh. mate, that was awful. Well done. I've never heard such a bad, such a bad impression. <laughs> okay, let me do one more time. Have you been practicing okay. these, you, you can, Don't do the same one, please. <laughs> okay, let me think of another one, okay? Okay, you think. think. You like boys? It's the same? You want some chips and gravy because my oven's dry? It's exactly the you same. Know, same voice there, buddy. Same voice. And the same sentence. <laughs> Well, that's the best sentence. Okay, well, you keep... It is the best sentence. Have you got any chips and gravy because my oven broke? We all know. We all know it's the best sentence. But try and do another... Try and do another voice this time, if you can, Moses. Okay. Do you have any tiptoes because my baby's blobbing? Do you have any tiptoes because my baby's blobbing? It's the same voice, but... um, It's the same accent, but just higher pitched. (laughs) (laughs) What sentence are you saying? Have you got any tip-tops because my baby's blobbing? Oh, okay, tip tops. That's an Australian chocolate. That's like, that, but that's so it's Australian, Gosh, right? That, it really is that, awful. Tip tops is actually ice pop in Birmingham. So you're doing Birmingham again? Just yeah. higher pitch. Why? Why? I thought you were going to be doing different accents. You're just doing Birmingham. No, I was just doing Birmingham. Why? Okay, well we're playing the Birmingham game. Okay, do another ac- Do another Birmingham accent, and we'll see if we can guess that it's Birmingham. Okay. You're right, is it Birmingham? <laughs> Come on, it's not bad. I, I'd love to see you do one. All right, I'll talk to you in Birmingham if you want to. It'll be miles better than you. Yeah, I think you've just been pwned there, Mo. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Lunar incantations for cross parents, um, cross dressers. Yeah. Did you know this about me? And cross rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I've, I've got a very poor internet connection. On talk radio. Wow. Scenes. Absolute. You've been practicing that, haven't you? Uh, well, he hasn't called in for about two or three weeks, and that busy. is why. <laughs> He's been really busy. He's been busy, <laughs> learning his accents. What was he saying? Have but, you got any chips and gravy? Because my oven's broke. It's the best sentence. Wow. We all know it's the best sentence. 
We all know it's the best sentence. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Uh, if you want to give us a call, I was going to say I'd take calls to air, but I can't take calls straight to air because I can't put them through. So your phone up, we'll give you a call back. Very very simple. Um, Stepping in dog poo is the most likely thing to trigger a miserable day of. It's the Daily Star, so of course it's not just stress, it's snowball stress. A poll of 2,000 Brits, now here's the thing, 2,000 Brits are idiots, found that tiny accidents can develop into an epic day of rage. Car breakdowns. Losing your keys, nasty colleagues and sudden pimples all add up, according to dog food firm Poppy's Picnics. What? I didn't see that coming. Poppy's Picnics. (laughs) Psychologist Dr Becky Spellman revealed that sometimes we end up thinking an entire day is ruined if a slice of toast slips and lands butter side down because humans are symbolic thinkers. No, we don't. We're going, oh, shit. Is it? That's all right, fine, I'll have that. I'll have that. That's what we think. Um, she said, it's very easy to develop the feeling that nothing is going to go right today, so there's no point in even trying. That's true. That's the story of my life. Uh, we all have to deal with little setbacks in our everyday lives. Have you had any setbacks today, David? No, no, I've had a great day. There we go, you see? Yes! This is fantastic. We need to celebrate. Um, we have to celebrate greatness when we can... What's been so great, you, you flash get? I went to see Nick Lowe. So oh, what's so funny about peace, love and understand, yeah. The beast inside. The beast the inside. Ooh. So he had a he had a rock and roll band with him. Oh, the so. beast inside. Oh, the beast inside. Bum, 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 bum. They were like a surf sort of um, surf band. Did he? Um, did he sting? <laughs> did he sing Sting Stang? Yes. Did he? Yes. Oh, did you know uh, that song, uh, Catherine? No. Oh, it's it's um, such a great. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Here I've never we... seen him play before either. I was, I was made Here up. we go. Here we go. Listen to what, what, oh, flipping adverts for some old, load of old pony. Some load of old pony on Netflix. Listen to this. This is a great song. This is a great song. Two, three, four. Oh, wrong, hang on, wrong fader. Here all, we go. All wrong embarrassing. Fader. No, not embarrassing. It's all embarrassing. We learn from our mistakes. Counted should, the band and they really didn't in, follow. You should be really intelligent. One, two, three, four. Three, four. Hip. Sting, 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 well, I made some money and I'm feeling good. Sting, 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 sting. Do you know what, I, what I, I've been... Um, I, I'm, I'm sort of going through a weird McCartney phase at the moment. And do you know what I would love? He does all... You go to a McCartney concert now, great concert. Great, great concerts, right? But you know, Dave, you know what you're going to get. You, mm. He's going to open with Good Day Sunshine or Hello, and Goodbye. And he's going to end with La, 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 La. And you're going to get a few Beatles, a couple of new ones and stuff like that. But you know what I was thinking, right? I would pay top dollar if you went to a McCartney concert and it started off in darkness, right? The band are on stage, but there's darkness and it starts off with... Like it starts off like this. Here we go. And slow as the drums kick in, he rises out of the centre of the stage. Why is this not? 
Hang on a minute, I think I might have balls this up. What's going on with this computer tonight? Something, here we go, here we go, here we go. So the, the drums start, right? Or maybe they don't. Could be some time here, Dave. Hang on a second, bear with me. Bear with me, here we go. Oh, man. Hello? He just comes out and he starts singing. But it, start, but it starts off with the drums, right? So it's doom, 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 doom. And it goes on for flipping ages. Doom, doom, doom. And the crowd are going up. Doom, 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 doom. It goes on for about four or five minutes. Doom, doom. And there's a screen. Are you ready? Doom, doom, And then he rises. Light, spotlight in the centre of the stage. He rises out of the centre of the stage. He's got his Hofner bass in the air. He puts it around his neck. He turns to the drummer and goes, What do you do? No one else can dance like you. So, what's all the fuss? There ain't nobody got spied. Runs to the left of the stage. What do you say? The crowd's going nuts. He's doing spies like us. This is nuts. So, what's all the fuss? There ain't nobody that spies like us. Dum, dum, dum. Walks over to the right of the stage. Dum, 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 dum. Looks at the band. Help be your fate. Don't dun, 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 the rest of the words. That would be a concert, Dave. Open yeah. with spies like us. As Dr. J would tell you if he was here, that, that was Macca's last US Top 20 single. It's a great song. I had it. I had it. Yeah, I wasn't even yeah, into McCartney. It. I had it as a kid. That B-side, uh, My Carnival, would play at top volume as I was getting ready for school. Open. Open with that. Open all, with that. We all said if McCartney advertised like a deep cut tour where he did... Yes! Then he'd make probably do. I mean, I, you know, I think he's just thinking. Are you offering money making tips to support McCartney? Yeah, you know. <laughs> open, <laughs> open with that. Um, what would be another fun? Oh, then, oh, um, temporary secretary. Temporary well. secretary. Um, uh, it, it, hang on a minute. Then, then you go. Then you go straight into this. Then you go straight into this. Um, you go straight into this. Here we go. Here we go. Slows it down straight away, track two. He does, he, he's, he's messing with the formula. Straight away. Puppet dog tails in the house of laws. Something on tails with the mouse of gods. Tell me, darling, what does it mean? Ooh, yeah. Having a shit on a windy day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the words are. I can't remember the words. But you go, you know what I mean. You know what I, I mean. Follow, I follow that up with Wanderlust as well. Wanderlust. Well, okay. Wanderlust. But Wanderlust goes straight into Pipes of Peace. Oh. <laughs> yes, man. And then... You, know, you want to know about his 80s McCartney set, yeah. I want an 80s McCartney the set. The girl is mine. Oh, yeah. Well, well, that's, that is... Okay, okay. But I think he needs to repossess that it. That is... No, 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 no. The, 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 that is a very tricky thing. No, what I would do is mm. I... Uh, without stops. So that's five songs we've done, right? Eb Ebony and Ivory. Exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome to the stage? It's Mr. Stevie Wonder. Crowd goes nuts. He's doing the E and the I. Mr. Steveland. Mr. Steveland. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage. Good friend of mine, Mr. Steveland Wonder. He comes out. <laughs> they do Ebony and Ivory. But here's the thing. Halfway through it, they swap over and do each other's lines. This is an amazing Paul McCartney concert. <laughs> I am blown. I am blown away by all of this. Then he t then he brings it up to date, does something modern. My brave, I've been living a lie unaccustomed as I am to the role of a house. 
Wow! Oh, wow. And, and he could bring Costello out at that point. Obviously. He brings, he brings right. Costello out, and Costello says, uh, Paul, why didn't you do any of the songs the way I wrote them? <laughs> oh, you know, I, saw, I, invented, I invented Flowers in the Dirt. You know, it was my idea, you know. <laughs> he does all of that. He does all of that. Wonderful. And then at the end, then at the end, so then the concert finishes, and the band, he's done the encore, and the band, and everyone thinks, oh, it's over. I think it's over. And then he comes out on his own, and he sits at the piano. He says, I just want to say, um, just want to say thank you very much to, for coming tonight. And there's some people I would really like to be here tonight. And, uh, I'm afraid they, uh, they can't be here tonight. Um, and that's a really sad thing. So I would like to dedicate this next song to Absent Friends. And he's at the piano. He just plays. Oh, is it going to be that one he did with um, Rihanna and Jay? Uh, Jay no, 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 no. At the end, he just plays this on the piano. They dedicate this. This is the song he dedicates to John Lennon and George Harrison. <laughs> this is the song, almost as if to rub their faces in the dirt. And this is a great song, by the way. It's a yeah, great song. Yeah. Anyone who uses a way to. You know, it's the, the orchestral like bit. He's an idiot. The orchestral yeah. bit is it's incredible. He does, his, he does <laughs> this at the piano. He does this at the piano on his own. Then slowly, and, oh, there's like an orchestra, and he's not even used the orchestra for the for the show. It's just for this one song. The orchestra comes in and they plays. This is his tribute to the fallen heroes. You know the Paul McCartney uh, head wobble and surprised eyes. No, very well, yeah. This is the musical version of that. Yeah. big montage of Linda McCartney comes up. When I saw him, right, and he was married to Heather, I think, when I saw him, and there's a song, when he's singing, um, is either Eleanor Rigby or, I don't know, one of his songs, and, a, like, a montage of famous inspirational women come up, oh. right? Mother Teresa. Did you, did you ever see this tour, Dave? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Mother Teresa, we'll go to the break in a minute, because we're going to be like, Mother Teresa, um, like, his mum comes up. Lady Di. Lady Di, do you know who wasn't up there? Heather Mills. No, Heather he was married to Heather Mills at the time. Yeah. Linda. Linda. Well, Linda didn't go up there. Been a bit rude to put Linda up there. Well. Sorry? It also, can been you rude. imagine, can you imagine the conversation when he came oh, on stage? Oh, exactly. Oh, exactly. Oh, exa oh, no. Oh, exactly. Oh, here's the thing. I, I can't, no, I was going to say I can't wait for him to die. Yes, of course I can. Of course I can. I take that, I'm walking that back. But when he dies... Boy, oh boy, there's going to be some stories told. Mm. Do you not think? Yeah. There's uh, going to be... I got a feeling. I got a feeling. A feeling deep inside that, that people are going to be calling for his knighthood to be rescinded. Oh. So there's one in a book I read recently. Um, oh. Uh, just, just in between Jane Asher and Linda McCartney, he set himself up in an L.A. Uh, LA uh, hotel. What? And um, he had a black girl in one room what? and a white girl in the other room. Wow. And he called this the black and white minstrel show. And it's wow, show. Paul McCartney. This is thing according is, to which publication? That's in, that's in Peter Brown's book. Um, Peter Brown. And, uh, Peter Brown worked with them. Yeah, exactly. Um, the love you make. That's not and the worst. That's uh, not the worst story. Uh, Dave, no, not me. <laughs> Dave, we are we are all out of time because you have you've just witted on about Paul McCartney, Catherine Boyle. Apologies to the Jay Z fans, of course. Meant Kanye West. Yeah, go oh, racist, huh? racist. Racist, race. One black musician looks and sounds just like One any other black really, musician. One really, really rich rapper, yeah. 
Wow. He's become, um, Jay-Z is now a billionaire. Yeah, I heard, I heard. And that's because I just buy all of his records multiple times. I love him so much. This is Talk Radio. <laughs> the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. We're coming to the end of the show. Tomorrow night, we've got Nettie Baker, Ginger Baker's daughter, coming in to talk about our new book and tell some rock and roll stories, which is very exciting. Is Katie coming in on the show? Thursday, she yes. She's coming in. Yeah, Katie, yeah, Puckrick's, yeah. Katie, Katie Puckrick is coming in for some of the show on Thursday. Gail Porter, Gail Porter was coming in, and then she lost her cat. So um, so she cancelled. Uh, but she will be in at some point. That's happening at some point. We just need to rearrange another day. Good evening, Cathy. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Kath. Hey, Kathy. What can we do for you, please, this evening? I haven't rung for quite a while. But We've noticed. Uh, I'm really sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Washing my hair, you know how it is. Oh, well, well, five nights a week for three hours? Oh, you know, I'm still listening. Oh, so that's the main, that's the main exactly. thing. I respect the listeners more than the callers. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I'll hang up now then, so I probably yeah, It's too late it. now. You've been tainted. <laughs> You've been tainted by <laughs> holding the on. phone. Oh, I was just, just listening to um, a bit earlier Catherine's story about the gentleman with the prism. With the yes. nine, the nine day erection. Gosh. Yeah, bless him. It, it just reminded me of one of my nursing stories from uh, the oh. old nursing diary. Here we, Here go. we go. Love a good nursing story. <laughs> this is great. Well, I've been fulfilled one. So we had um, a young. Oh, God, I say young. He was in his twenties. Terrible when they're young, isn't it? Yeah. You suddenly realise you're old. Um, but he'd come into hospital, couldn't get out of bed, um, suspected appendicitis, um, in too much pain, too dangerous to get out of bed. Needed to go to the toilet, decided that they're going to catheterise him. So um, the junior doctor, new to the ward, going to catheterise him, and I go along to assist. Um, gorgeous young thing she was, with a quite tight skirt, oh, gosh. quite short. Yeah. So we gather our bits, we go in, and uh, she explains what we're going to do, and he goes bright red, and she pulls back the cover. Oh, no. And he's at full attention. You can't get a catheter in when it's that. I would have thought that would have been easier, because it's open and it's straight. But no, it doesn't no. work like that, does it? It's got a bit, got a bend at the moment. You got to, it's got to be a little bit loose. Okay, yeah. like a long leg loose. It doesn't work as well. Yes, which she did have a couple of attempts. And Wiley, and whoa, whoa, whoa! What? How? Now, I'm assuming I've never been catheterized. I'm assuming that to do it on a, on a male member, you kind of have to grab the penis. Yeah. So she grabbed his his yeah. boner. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> Flip um, it. which wasn't going well. Oh, we'll, we'll, leave you, we'll give you five minutes and we'll come back. <laughs> we'll give so, you five minutes! Yeah. Ah! So, <laughs> you sort that out. So we went off. Yeah, well, we went off, came back by five, ten minutes. Still, still there. Yeah, these youngsters, I mean, they can just go for days. <laughs> I know. So, so we said to him, well, do you want to kind of sort yourself out and we'll try again? Under but doctor's orders. He couldn't, get up, he couldn't get up to go to the toilet. No. So he's in a ward. Oh, oh dearie this me, is that's a killer, isn't it? curtains, there's curtains. As we all know, that makes everything soundproof and invisible on a hospital ward. Yeah. Um, so that that wasn't happening, poor lad. Um, so in the end, we went to 
got one of the uh, six-year-old male <laughs> boxers and it soon went down as soon as he pulled the Now, ball. son, what seems to be the problem? <laughs> 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 wow. Wowzers. Paul, Paul Ross is just on us. Kathy's telling us about when she was a nurse and uh, a young man had to be catheterised by a, a hot nurse and he had a massive boner. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yes, this is, this is, we all must. Well, I have a medical note to interject in defence of Paul McCartney. Yes. Well, he was kind enough to give two women hotel rooms. Yes. One Caucasian. Yes. One African American. Yes. It was, in fact, the black and white menstrual show. There we go. Oh, for goodness sake, me. what is going on here? Save that filth for your own show. So, did he get a catheter in the end, Kathy? He did get a catheter, <laughs> yes. Yes, he did. Okay, fine. And um, <laughs> a catheter. A catheter, you see. Here we go. Uh, well, so you planned the show. It's almost like this preparation goes into flipping catheter. Kathy, thank you for that story. All right, see you soon, guys. Tati, bye. There bye. we go. She doesn't call us for months, and it's in, does. It's about a young man's. Oh, she made it worse. It. Golly, golly, gosh. Paul Ross, what's on your show this Hot evening? Hot off the presses, though. Yes. Never mind what's on my show. This is a gift for both of you. Uh-oh. I've had my usual cruise, stop it, yep. around the TLS Times Literary Supplement offices. Yes. Okay. There's a new Howard Stern book coming out. Howard Stern comes again, the hardback's next door. Here's the thing, right? Last time you told me about going in there, I went in there, right? At ten past one in the morning, I went in there. There was someone working in there. There was a woman in there. Yeah, but you know what it's like? You know the way to handle those things? If you go in and they give you a look and you say... Who are you? Yeah. Then you're in command. No, I, I've done that twice. This is what I did. <laughs> I walked in. I saw her. I went. Hardly looking suggestive at all. Straight back out. All again. I would say is, when you do go in there for yep. a wander round, you can take a free copy of the TLS. Don't leave your dabs anywhere else. Okay. All right. Thank you. Stuff very is much, soon because of me going to go missing from no, the office. Oh God, I'm not getting Volumes involved. Volumes. I'm thinking car boot. I'm not getting involved in this. You've 50 seconds. We're out of 57.50, which I now know you can see. So why don't you talk us up and tell us what's happening in your show? He won two man. Oscars. He directed James Dean in his last film. He won an Oscar directing Montgomery Clift and Elizabeth Taylor. His name is. George Stevens, and he was with the soldiers when they came ashore at D-Day 75 years ago this week. Colour camera, okay? The footage was lost for 50 years. His son, also a filmmaker, George Stevens Jr., joins us live on the programme to tell us about his dad's, dad's amazing D-Day experiences. Wow. The footage he took at Dachau, yeah. colour footage, was used at the Nuremberg trials, then it was all filed away. Wow. That's a story, eh? Hey? Black man. and white menstrual. You sure you don't want to talk about boners and catheters? I mean, that's, we can... I think you've pretty much drained that we've one. Drained that. Thank you very much. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you to... I'm going to say it to all of the callers tonight. Gosh. All of them. Even Mo. Uh, we'll be back tonight at 10. <laughs> Stay tuned. Paul Ross is coming up. This is Talk Radio. This is Talk Radio.